0: And we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank y'all for joining me tonight. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live on the show, and I appreciate y'all for that. We got a whole lot going on all over the internets, all over mainstream media, social media, everywhere, and I don't know where to start. First of all, Kevin McCarthy is out, all the way out, meaning out of congress effective almost immediately who's going to replace him what does this mean for the gop in the house going forward we'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later also we got to speak on that virginia house explosion what was going on there of course that guy was known to authorities they had been to his house before blah 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 same old story we'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later also we just have some kind of breaking news today the Las Vegas shooting on the campus of University of Las Vegas, UNLV. We'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later. Gun-free zone. How did a gun get there? I don't really know. We'll get into it. Also, the border crisis rages on and you have Senator Dick Durbin and his colleague from out there in Illinois proposing that we bring illegal aliens into the military so they can earn their citizenship. I mean, what could possibly go wrong we got a bunch of Chinese nationals coming across in highly mechanized ways. People paying coyotes tens of thousands of dollars to get across the border. What could go wrong? Could there be any spies there? Could there be any criminal element cartels there? We'll talk about all those things and much more on tonight's episode of ABL Live. And I thank y'all again. Most certainly appreciate y'all for being here. Uh, Shout out to everybody for coming in. I really, really appreciate y'all. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live on the show. And I most certainly appreciate y'all for that. If you like what you are hearing thus far, if you enjoy the content in general, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. That will help me out tremendously. We got quite a few topics to get into tonight. Quite Quite a few new videos for you guys, exclusive for the show. Shout out to you guys over on the YouTube. Shout out to you guys over on the Facebooks. I see y'all. And if you're listening to this show, audio only, thank you as well. And if you didn't know, this is a podcast as well. It'll be available on your favorite audio streaming platforms at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. So today is Wednesday. Tomorrow will be Thursday, 8 a.m. Eastern time. You can hear this show for 100% free audio only on your favorite audio streaming platform whether that be Google Play, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, et cetera. link for that will always be in the description. If you can just go to your favorite audio streaming platform, you can search ABL Live. I should pop right on up. And before I get into all my new videos and all the topics I have listed, uh, shout out to the sponsors, of course. Shout out to PatriotPost.us, your best source of news and information anywhere on these internets. Their link will be in the box or just type in PatriotPost.us in your browser. Go to the website and tell them that ABL sent you. Also go to my merch website, ablmerch.com. That is ablmerch.com. dot We got the Hatch T-Shirt, stickers, hoodies, mugs, and more right there on the website. Again, ablmerch.com. Also, go to my regular website, anthonyblogan.com. That t h o n y the letter B, L-O-G-A-N.com. Go to the front page of the website. There's articles for each video that I produce. So if you're ever wondering, hey, ABL, where's the link? Where's the source? Where's the full video? Where's the video without you talking on it? Whatever you want is right there on the website. Again, for 100% free, just for you guys, anthonyblogan.com. Also go to the contact page of the website, anthonyblogan.com forward slash contact. You can find my email address, my snail mail address, my social media accounts, my Facebook, Twitter, not going to call it X, Instagram. All that good stuff is right there. And if you're ever wondering if it's actually me, first of all, a way to determine whether you are looking at me or not on social media is that I always have everything verified. All my accounts are verified. I have my Facebook, my um, what's that? The the Twitter and YouTube, everything. Instagram is verified. I have two Facebook pages, actually. If you watch me on Facebook right now, the page you're watching me on is probably not verified because Facebook won't let me get that one verified. But I have my other Facebook page verified and they're linked together. It's a weird thing. I'm not really going to question it too much. It is what it is. But the main thing you can do is just go to my website, anthonybloga.com forward slash contact. And if my social media accounts are there, then you know that it's me and you're not being led astray. You're not being hoodwinked, bamboozled, or anything of the sort. All right, let me go ahead and share this right now on my Twitter since I'm thinking about it. And of, <laughs> uh, of course, as I always say, You guys got to be careful. Don't get scammed out here in 2023. Anybody got no time for that. Whenever I post a video on YouTube, what tends to happen is you'll have imposters that look like me. It'll be accounts that may have my picture. They may have a name that looks similar to mine. You may even think if you're not looking closely that the account is verified, although it's not. And then they'll say, hey, you know what? If you can send me $5,000, then I can turn that into $5,000. 125 dollars please don't do that you're going to get robbed and don't email me talking about hey abl you told me that if i sent you a million kronas i'd be able to get ten dollars back look i didn't do it that's who you spoke to in the youtube comments who was posing to be me this is your warning please don't do it don't nobody got no time for no uh ten thousand pound the size of two four f-150s polish dude laying on the ground scamming you That's not what I'm into, so please protect yourself. Don't give any money to any random Joe Schmo on these interwebs unless you like gambling and unless you like losing your money. If you want to contribute to the show, there's links in the box. I have the website. Everything is right there. I got the regular Super Chats, Cash App, uh, PayPal, whatever you want is all available for you right here within the video and on my website, anthonyblogan.com. So we got quite a bit to get through, and I thank y'all again for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. I couldn't do the show without y'all. And shout out to you guys on the Facebook. I'm going to go ahead and share this over there as well. All right, y'all give me a second, and then we're going to do it this way. Boom, perfect. All right, let's get into it. We got quite a few videos uh, to watch. A lot. It's a lot happening. Kevin McCarthy. We got the, the the Vegas shooting. We got a lot happening. There. There's always something going on. And first things first, I'm gonna get into a few interesting things. Then we continue to some of the more breaking news and um other stuff. All right. So let's check it out. Carolyn says almost everyone I follow on Facebook have imposters. Yeah, it's crazy. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. It's crazy. But I try to um, have everything verified for you guys so you know that it's me. That That's a, a good layer of protection. If people have unverified accounts and the imposters are also unverified, it's easier to fool people that way, unfortunately. But the number one thing you can look for, especially on uh, YouTube, Twitter, is the verification. Instagram as well, verification. Verification. I had one Instagram account that was cloning me. They had my picture, a name that was my name, and my videos on their page, and they had 10,000 followers. So if you see that, you would think that it's me because that's a lot of followers for a random page to have. You wouldn't think that a troll page would have that many followers, but they did. What they probably did was build their following up from having girls on there or something. And then they would change it to whatever kind of influencer they wanted to mimic at that point to get people to gain confidence in them. So they would send them money. Number one rule, don't send nobody money on the internet. And if you want to send me money again, there's official ways to do it on my website. If it's not there, then don't trust it. But let's get into some of these videos right here. All right. Here's a very interesting one but you about our man Trump. All right. Now, I'm going to show some of this. I'm going to show you. This is uh, Tony Yayo of the Rap Group G Unit. And it's going to make sense in a minute. Now, I can't play this video. But after this particular part cuts off, then I'm going to cut to the relevant part. But you'll be able to hear the audio. Shout out to DJ Vlad. Don't give me no copyright strike for the audio, sir. I know you're watching. But let's just listen to the video. Then we're going to get back to the... Let's, let's hear the audio. Then we're going to get back to the video.
1: You met Trump before? Yeah, I met Trump when I first got out of jail. He came to Drug Dealer Wednesdays with me and who kid? before he was the president. <laughs> see, see who I'm sitting next to? Donald Trump. Smell the money. <laughs> I never thought I'd be next to this guy, man. Let him talk, let him speak. Shut up. Let him speak. I don't think they believe he's here. Mr. Donald Trump. Trump, just say something. Please. I'm here, folks. I'm here. Whoa. Ah, <laughs> smell <laughs> the money. Great group of people. Smell <laughs> the money. Mr. Trump, are you going to buy my album June 28th? Absolutely. Go to the He's going to buy all, all your albums online. <laughs> Can you buy it? This, this is like peak 50 cent,
0: peak G unit. This is right during that time. And you got Donald Trump coming down to the radio station, just, just hanging out, chilling, hanging out, a man and the people. He he oh, he was always that. So when people say, "Oh, ABL, Trump's a racist," since when? Since when did he become a racist? What 2016? When he was already seventy something years old? Give me a break. Uh,
2: Ten million albums. You can- <laughs> you buy whatever you throw it. <laughs>
1: Whoa. Whoa! And I'll
2: be first in line to buy your album. Thank you, sir. Wow, I just I just want to
1: be your friend. Well, oh, I think 50s, <laughs> on, your heels, well, 50's on your heels, Trump. Well, he's he's got to
2: be catching me pretty soon. <laughs> I tell you, he's doing pretty well. Hello.
1: Yo, ho, Where's Fifty at? That's the boss. I'm right here. All oh, oh, right, Fifty. That's we a got Donald voice. Trump here. I hear you on there with the big man. Yeah. <laughs> I told him you were on his heels.
2: <laughs> How you doing? Buddy. Oh man, I'm fine. Well, man. you know, I have some kids and myself included, but I have kids. They think you are the best, the absolute best. I tell you, my little daughter Ivanka and my son Eric. Uh, these people, they just love your. They love your music. Wow, um, and I'm gonna keep
3: making it. Well, you're gonna
2: important. keep making it. You better keep making it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have some angry children if you don't keep making it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Nice talking to you. Congratulations on the great success, man. That's oh, amazing. Man.
0: So, oh he's racist, ABL. How could you like Trump? Everybody Trump everybody liked Trump. I remember Trump being spoken about all the time in these in these rap songs and videos and He was like a cultural icon among the blacks. So to hear people call him racist now, I'm like, since when? They're talking about some stuff that happened in the 70s, some lawsuit. It's like, man, give me a break. Cut it out. Stop playing. Stop with the nonsense. All right. Yeah. Nobody disliked Trump until 2015, 16, when he became Republican. If he was to have his same views and run as a Democrat, he would be loved the same way he was loved before. Guarantee. Guarantee, because Joe let's talk about Joe Biden right quick before we get to the next video. Joe Biden was more of a conservative Democrat. He offered the crime bill in 1994. Okay, he was the guy that was behind a lot of the more draconian policies. But then he does this this transformation. All of a sudden, he becomes more of a liberal Uncle Joe type of guy. It's funny how that works. It's it's funny how that works. When you, when your history says, okay, I'm going to lock you up, throw away the key. You're getting 30 years in the penitentiary for uh, a dime bag of crack. <laughs> all right. Now, all of a sudden, I'm the most liberal guy in the world, LGBT, everything like that. Same thing, Barack Obama. Barack Obama was against gay marriage when he ran. But then when he became the president, all of a sudden, he's the guy who brings in gay marriage. Funny how that works. Politics, but whatever. This is why I like Trump is because he's not a fake person. He's going to be the same all throughout. Love him or hate him. It doesn't really make a difference. He's going to be him. And I can appreciate that more than someone who just flips because they feel like it's advantageous. All right. But let's keep on going here. Now, this is over in Italy. We have more of these people in the road. And I'm gonna play this, and I want to hear you guys' opinion. What should be done in this situation? If you were behind the wheel of this vehicle right here, what would be your next move? No, no,
4: no, no! Hey, hey, no,
5: no,
6: no. Hey, hey! No, do No,
7: don't
6: Oh.
0: <laughs> the, the Italian accents are hilarious. I'm I don't know what they were saying, but it's funny. But if it's me and I'm behind the wheel of the car. Look, man, really what's happening at a certain point It's called false imprisonment. Now, I'm not sure what the laws are in Italy, but in the United States, shouldn't that be considered false imprisonment? I'm trying to go forward and you're not allowing me to go forward. You're keeping me right here. So, I mean, if I go pedal to the metal, then am I in the wrong? A- am I like, look, y'all get out the way. I'm trying to get from point A to point B. What are you doing? This trend of people just in the road blocking it for whatever the reason and you're not even on like a major thoroughfare you're like on this little side street this little interstate on-ramp type situation i don't even know what this is over here i think they might be on the shoulder can i at least drive by on the shoulder i mean what are, what are we really doing get out the way get out the road pedal to the metal <laughs> time said mama mia luigi mario spaghetti <laughs> exactly that's all i heard Luigi Mario Spaghetti, that's what I heard. But yeah, I'm pedal to the metal, man. Don't nobody got no time for this, man. You want to protest a certain thing? I support your right to protest, but protest peacefully. And peacefully protesting does not mean get in the center of the road and block my forward progress. That's false imprisonment. And since I'm being in prison, I'm being held against my will. I should be able to go ahead and just pedal to the metal and get to where I got to go. Simple as that. All right, let's 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 keep on going here. We got a whole lot to get through, actually. We got, we got a lot going on. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff, and that will help me out tremendously. We have yet another Transformer acting up. And why is it every time I see these Transformers acting up, it's always a bunch of male aggression, always. It's like, are you guys on... Estrogen or testosterone? Because I can't tell. This looks more like road rage rage than anything else. Okay, that's what I'm getting. So let's go ahead and check this out right quick. Now, what we have is somebody getting triggered at a pizza shop owner who might speak about five words of English. Hello, my friend. He might only know those words of English. Hello, goodbye, my friend. That's it and the person is an obvious male and he's getting upset with the guy for quote unquote misgendering him. Let's check it out.
7: Like a girl? I do not understand. You don't? Do I look like a boy or a girl? I am. Me. I think you're a boy. No, I'm a girl. Okay. Okay. What do you think you look like? Sorry. No is ugly okay you want to help me out with this nice pizza here you could actually have my pizza do you like those yes. he's so mean i'm not eating his pizza so you should have it oh yeah okay you enjoy your pizza thank you bye look at him he's so mean do i look like a boy or girl he's telling me i'm a man come on bro i can hear your voice
0: man i only got to see your face like i've not been able to get a clear shot of your face but i'm hearing this masculine voice man you sound like you you see, you sound like you roof houses for a living. You sound like you pave um high up mountain roads for a living. You build bridges, dams for a living, okay? That's the kind of voice that I hear. You got pigtails and this little headscarf on, but come on, man. You you're about six foot three, deep voice. Why is there always people that are obvious males that want to play this game with guys who don't who have no idea what's going on? This guy's Just behind the counter making pizza and you're harassing them, putting them on video. It's like, look, man, however you want to live your life. Okay, cool. But pardon me for looking at some big six foot six person, a basketball player. And then I think they are a male. I'm sorry. I've actually misgendered an actual female before. I apologize. The person looked like Sylvester Stallone. I'm in the subway and the person making my sandwich okay they got the slip back hair they look like they about to go into an action movie Steven Seagal looking hairstyle and I'm seeing some broad shoulders square jaw and I made a mistake she's like I'm not a sir my fault I apologize okay but the 1993 action hero hairstyle and body type and jaw structure kind of fooled me it kind of fooled me I'm sorry please forgive me but I digress It doesn't take rocket
7: science. He thinks it's funny. Right? It doesn't take rocket science to figure it out. No. Thank you. Enjoy your pizza. Bye. Bye. I'm just telling you, you have to be more respectful. Yeah, you are. You're not embarrassed to be ignorant and rude.
0: This guy has no idea what's going on. It's like you're trying to have this intellectual conversation with this guy. He all he hears is gibberish. He don't need to speak English, really. He might know again. He might know a few phrases. He's just starting Duolingo. What if you, you're trying to have this conversation for what? Let this man cook the pizza, and you go about your business. If you want to harass somebody that wants to be harassed, then you go talk to them. You want to go on a TV show, go on the podcast, and voice your frustration? Then that's fine.
7: I am not good English. I don't buy that for a minute. I think you speak English just fine, my love, because you understood every other sentence we had. Or maybe
0: he doesn't want to even engage in this. He doesn't want to have a problem. He just wants you to go watch out about your business. You got your pizza, my man. Now go over there and eat your pizza with the rest of the crew down in the sewer. You know, Donatello, Leonardo, Raphael, go eat your pizza with them and leave me out of it. All right. But it's always like that, and it's to the point now where I'm, I'm kind of tired of these people because they always do the same thing. It's always attention grabbing. They're always recording themselves. That's all that it is. It's not even really about anything else. And it's it making me think that the whole thing about their, how they identify it's purely for attention, no other reason. It's not even like, oh, I really feel this way. This is how I was born. I'm not really buying it at all. Okay, now. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm going to show you guys a picture right quick, just so you kind of understand what I'm talking about when I said that the person looked like Stephen Seagal from an action movie or something like that. So I'm in the subway, right? I'm getting my sandwich, and behind the counter is this young lady, and I accidentally misgendered her, okay? But she was looking just like this. She looked just like this behind the counter. So <laughs> all, all I see is a U.S. Army sergeant from a movie from 19... 19- 89 to 1994. That's all I see. So in my mind, I'm thinking Steven Seagal. I'm thinking uh, Riggs from the movie with Danny Glover, Bruce Willis. I'm thinking about that. I'm not thinking about, oh, this is a young girl right here fixing my sandwich. The same draw structure, hairline, facial expression, all of that look just like Steven Seagal. But anyway, I digress. The point is, sometimes I might just get it wrong. And if I say I'm sorry... Let's move on and don't hold me hostage and put me on TikTok and try to record me. That's not very ladylike or nice at all, sir. But let's keep on rocking here. Now, speaking of public menaces and nuisances, Philadelphia, there's a ski mask band. Or really, it's the balaclava. They call them the Pooh Okay. Now, the Pooh Balaclava became very popular during the scamdemic. And let me just put it up right quick. I, I gotta put up Pooh T, the rapper, so you kinda understand why these these uh ski masks became very popular and a certain demographic loves to wear them. All right, let's let's check it out. So as I said in my video earlier this week, this is this fine gentleman right here, this fine upstanding citizen who's currently in prison on a gun charge, won't come home for quite a while. He was at one point facing a life sentence, but he only did about five to eight. He's going to be in prison for quite a while. Anyway, during the Scam scandemic, he was home. He was not in prison. He became very popular. and He will always wear these kind of masks. So because his name, his rap name is Poo Seisty. These masks, the balaclava, basically became known as the sheisty, and these become these have become very popular all over. Um, a lot of urban inner cities, a lot of young black kids are wearing these. They wear them to school. They wear them to church. Anywhere they wear these masks, and sometimes you get people to harass you, rob you, or whatever, commit crimes wearing these masks, and it's become a nuisance. And the Philadelphia City Council voted 13 to 2 to ban them from certain spaces like schools, rec centers, etc. And you know what? Let's talk about rec centers for a, a brief moment. Then we're going to get into the video. But rec centers. Um, I did an interview with Destiny many years ago that people still people come up to me in the street and ask me about that. That was 2018. Five years ago, I did the interview. I remember like, I remember that, like it was yesterday, the interview I did, I was on, I was, I was like in the process of leaving, had like an hour to spare and I had to end it cause I had to leave. I had a dinner, uh, date, I think, um, I had to go do something at that moment. But anyway, um, during the interview, he was talking about, oh, well, you know, these black kids, they got to have more things to do. They got to have basketball. <laughs> I'm like basketball. You think basketball is what we need to like. Stop the crime problem. The rec center basketball court—that's where a lot of the crime happens. That's where a lot of the crime happens. Okay, I've lived in certain places where they have a basketball court right in the middle of the neighborhood, and then it'd be so much crime they literally would take the they would take the the hoops down off of the actual um, off of the backboards, so you couldn't play on the court anymore because it was so much crime and violence that would be attracted right there to the basketball court. So in the rec center, they're wearing these masks and they know that these are magnets for a crime and it's a way to obfuscate their face and their identity. That's why they're going to be banned in the rec center. All right. But let's get into this right here, this video, and then I'm going to get into a little bit more about this topic.
1: I have a ski mask on. I didn't cause any harm to anybody. I don't plan on causing any harm to anybody.
5: You could get fined $250 for wearing a ski mask in public in Philly. The city council just passed legislation banning these in places like parks, daycares, city buildings, and more. The councilman who introduced the bill says it's centered around a public safety issue.
8: We move
1: forward and we make progress as a people and city when we remove our masks (laughs) and show who we are with all of our beautiful potential.
0: This speech right here was hilarious. It was like, my man, are we Martin Luther King? What's going on? Am I getting a, I have a dream speech about balaclavas and public spaces? What are we talking about?
2: This proposal feels more like an attempt to further criminalize young people of color.
0: The- and guys like this, these are like the worst kind of guys, guys that kind of grew up in the suburb areas. Man, I know the type. Look at it. Look at his afro. It's misshapen. But you can kind of tell these are these the kind of guys that come in and think they know what's best and think they know about public safety and things of this nature. They don't really understand because they've not really lived in these kind of environments they 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 empathize from the outside looking in but they don't understand what's really going on on an everyday basis in these communities
2: young people of color
5: the bill was passed in a vote on thursday the mayor still needs to sign off and then it will go into effect immediately
0: so again the bill passed 13 to 2 in the city council okay and then one of the women And, of course, this is Philly, so you're not talking about uh, a white supremacist city council. This is going to be a majority black city council, right? Um, One of the women who wound up voting against the bill said she was leaning for it, but then, you know, her feelings got involved, of course, and she voted against it. But ultimately, this is going to pass, and they also are going to pass a thing like this in Atlanta. I saw something else today about that. Because these masks have a, become a problem. A lot of these young black kids are going around terrorizing people, committing crimes. Uh, and it's scary because, okay, you're getting off of work. You're walking to your house and you see about 15, 20 of these guys with balaclavas on. I, you can't tell who they are. You can't see their faces. It can be intimidating. Now, I'm going to kind of give them a little bit of a defense, though. As I said in my video, The reason why this is going on, the reason why they're having to ban these masks now is because these same people, the same city council, are the ones that required them in the first place. Oh, you got to have on the mask if you're in public places, public settings, or you got to, okay, we're going to quarantine you, we're going to shut you down, and if you want to come outside, you got to put on the mask, you got to put on the face covering of some, it's what? That that was a language, a face covering. Remember. See, this is why I'm not just gonna allow them to get a pass on the whole C19 thing. What they say? Oh, we gotta have an amnesty. What what was that? Remember that whole thing? Um a, a COVID amnesty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What look remember this? Remember this? Hold on. Uh wait, 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 wait. Remember this thing right here? This is from the Atlantic. This is October 31st, 2022. All right. Um. right. Let's declare a pandemic amnesty. Let's focus on the future and fix the problems we still need to solve. Okay. And is that an olive branch right there in the picture? Oh, how nice is that? Okay. Now, I'm going to read just this little piece right here to show you what they wanted us to believe, to show you what they want us to now just take. After all the lockdowns, the scandemic, people getting fired from their jobs, the forced vaccinations. After all that, here's what they said. Look, in April of 2020, with nothing else to do, my family took an enormous number of hikes. We all wore cloth masks. Wait a minute. We all wore cloth masks that I had made myself. We had a family hand signal, which the person in the front would use if someone was approaching on the trail And we needed to put on our masks. Once, when another child got too close, my then four-year-old son on the bridge, he yelled at her, social distancing. These precautions were totally misguided. April 2020, no one got the virus from passing someone else hiking. Outdoor transmission was vanishingly rare. Our cloth masks made of old bandanas wouldn't have done anything anyway. But the thing is, we didn't know. But check it out. I knew. I knew you guys knew, so no, there will be no pandemic amnesty. I will never forget. I'm not going to forgive. And this whole thing with the balaclava going crazy. That becoming the trend. You got these young kids menacing people. The reason why these masks became very popular is because of the pandemic. The rapper I showed you, Pusha T, became popular during the pandemic, and of course, he has on the mask. He's popular. They say, you got to wear a face covering. Okay, I'll wear a Poo Shiesty. Now, kids are wearing it. It's become a trend. It got out of control. And the same people who said, put the mask on, I said, take the mask off. How about this? The best way to avoid the whole situation would have been to not require the masks to begin with. It's simple. The whole thing was dumb from the beginning. The, the, the restaurants. The restaurant was the dumbest thing. Put a mask on when you go inside the restaurant, but then when you sit down and eat, take the mask off. Make that make sense? So you're eating, you get all kind of particles of schmutz and everything going everywhere. I got spaghetti and meatballs, all that. I'm slinging, I'm slinging pasta sauce and I'm slinging noodle water everywhere, all over the restaurant. But I put, I put my mask on when I come inside. I'm gonna spread more particulates while I'm eating. And then the, the funniest thing was where they said, keep your mask on in between bites. It's like, what? Okay, I have to get the food in my mouth. So it's, you're still going to spread stuff that way. It didn't make any sense from the beginning. It was dumb from the beginning. They made a mistake. Now they got to pay for it. Now they got to pay for it. That's why we got the high interest rates and we got all kind of economic problems because of C-19 all the money printing and the spending we did to make up for not going to work. Now they got the whole thing, what they call it, like um, city right or the economic doom loop, the city doom loop, where during this pandemic, everything was remote work, stay at home, don't go to the office. As a result, businesses that have office buildings, they got to close those down. Businesses that are close to the office, they got a lot of foot um traffic from the office, Those are having to do different things. They're they're having to shut down. It's been a big impact from all this stuff we did during C-19. All right. Now they're trying to fix it. Now they're trying to say, oh, we're sorry. But anyway, I'm getting triggered. So I digress. All right. Let's keep on going here. Let's talk about the Vegas shooting. Now, this happened today. I was seeing some things about this. Uh, I've not looked at it a lot. I don't know the the shooter they said is dead. But I'm not sure if he got deleted or if he deleted himself. I have no idea, but they did get him. Let's check out what they had going on here. Now, this is a video of some of the rooftop snipers that came out um, after the shooting was reported. So it's probably like local police, maybe. I'm not quite sure if they federales. they're putting up police tape around it this is UNLV in Las Vegas got the got the bird in the sky Hey, you know what that's a that's a great um remark right there one nation underground says gun free zone sign would have stopped him and the crazy part is that this is a gun-free zone, UNLV. So I guess it didn't work, unfortunately. So that's the scene right there. Let's get to this video here. Um, yeah. So there's an shooter. There there's,
7: might have been two. Might have been two. It's, yeah, second, V8. V8. it's just Paul second floor BH Hall, second floor at the Student Union. That's where we were. One of the yeah. uh, one of the yeah. windows yeah, got shot through. We
6: just got. I just got a
7: right Let me yeah. just ask you, something, yeah. just,
9: just so I have
5: it here. If you don't want to be in it, you don't have to. I'm sure Jessica. Yeah. Maybe maybe
7: cross-checks yeah. 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 it first. All right. Yeah. Okay. So we'll just look at me. life. Yeah. Yeah. A
5: yeah.
10: Life. Give a look. So yeah. first
7: of all, what's what's your first name? Uh, Jessica. Jessica. You're
10: a student here. I'm a student at UNLV.
7: What do you what do you know? What do you see? Um,
2: we
5: were in the student union on the second floor. Um, and we heard at the business building, the BEH on the second floor, there was an active shooter. Um, we found out cops were on site and we just sheltered in place until we were evacuated and it took about maybe 30 minutes to get us evacuated. Lots we'll of cops on campus.
9: Yeah. They had guns. We all walked out of the building. Hands
0: up. out Sorry for the audio. The audio is pretty loud. I can't tell how you guys hear it in your headphones or in your TV or whatever you're watching, but I'm gonna go ahead and cut that video right there because the audio is kind of bad on it. But you, you kind of get the idea of what's going on. I'm reading right here when you guys said that three deceased, two injured. I think that's the the count right there. You guys, let me know if that is correct. Tom, Tom says last reported three dead, two injured, not counting the shooter. All right, so that's what's going on out there in Las Vegas, and. As far as any kind of motive, um, if the person um, attended the school, if it was random, I have no idea. And a lot of these shootings, when they go to a campus, what usually happens is the person um, is a student, a former student, knows about the school, that kind of thing. That's, that's usually what happens, but that's not always the case. Now, that's about a college campus specifically, but it's not always that way. Okay. Yeah, hold on. Papa Naya Shelley says, "Oh snap! I was wondering what was going on by UNLV. Literally, was a block away, annoyed by the traffic and and yeah, that's what was happening. You had a mass shooting right there at um, UNLV, right on campus. Let me see if I can find more right here, and we'll keep on going after that. All right, let's let's uh, watch some of this." This is, it's kind of like still breaking, so it's not a lot of concrete information.
1: We're going to listen in to this. Song. Yeah, it's
0: just, it's just a bunch of live coverage, a lot of breaking information. I'm going to see if I can find. Um, yeah, so AP News says, three killed, shooter dead, one critically injured. and And actually, remember, they had the shooting... Not too far away in 2017 at the concert with 60 people dead. Now, do we know who did that? Why they did that? How they got all that firepower up high in the in the hotel? Do we do we know how that whole thing went down? Like, do do we get answers from that? I'm not saying we did. I'm just asking if we did because I I don't. I may have missed certain updates about that particular story. If you guys know about that shooting from 2017, any new updates on that? Let me know in the comments below. But yeah, is a college liberal? I mean, pretty much all colleges are liberal. <laughs> it's going to be kind of hard to find a college that's not liberal in 2023. That's going to be a difficult thing to come by. All right. So that's pretty much what it is. Uh, Yeah, and of course, of course, prayers out to the families of those who are lost and those who were injured. Hopefully, everybody's able to get well soon Who was still injured. And prayers out to the families of those who are deceased. Again, uh, the mass shooting at UNLV today, University of Las Vegas, right there on campus, you have three deceased, not including the shooter who was also deceased, And one critically injured. And hopefully that it doesn't rise. Hopefully it doesn't rise. I think the police were able to neutralize this guy pretty quickly. They have their own police at UNLV. And then they also have Las Vegas police. So you have UNLV police, then Las Vegas police. I think they're going to have the federal Rallies get involved as well. All right. So that's what's happening. If I have any more updates about that, I will let you guys know. And speaking about events like this, we have the explosion in Virginia. Now, this was really crazy. I got to find the guy that um, is allegedly involved with this, Um, James Yu. James Yu, this guy, of course, was known to authorities. They had been to his home before. He had a bunch of postings on social media that showed the declining mental health state. They already knew this guy before the whole thing happened. And it's always like this. Every single, I ain't gonna say every single, but in a lot of these uh mass shooting events, they know the guy. When I say they, I mean the federales. You see what it says right here, man believed to have fired shots before a Virginia house exploded, died in the blast. Um that was kind of a mystery, but it was if you saw the explosion, it was pretty clear to see what happened. So the guy's name's James U. 56 years old identified by Arlington County Police um but he had all types of crazy postings things didn't make any sense he was making like really crazy connections his family was worried about him I think his wife that like, he was married I'm not quite sure if she was there or not all they said is that he um died in the blast so it says the owner of a Virginia house that exploded as police tried to execute a search warrant is believed to have died in the blast. Officials said on Tuesday, as details emerged about numerous grievances he expressed against neighbors and other social media and in lawsuits. So he would send government officials letters incessantly. He had lawsuits. He was really active on LinkedIn. He had basically a hit piece against his neighbors on LinkedIn that he wrote. This guy was spiraling. I don't know what caused it, but one thing that may have caused it was watching too much television. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that the TV caused him to blow his house up and delete himself, but when you watch an MS-13 DNC and they keep talking all this stuff about one particular thing over and over and over and over and over over again, things that aren't true, lies, falsehoods, it's not going to help you if you're already in a fragile mental state. It'd like bring you over the edge. Now, will they be blamed for what happened here? No, of course not. Of course not. But let's watch the actual explosion. I don't wanna get a signed up AP, so let's not do that. But let's watch this. Here's the explosion and RIP headphone users in advance. No. Of course he's Asian, yep. I, I gotta find a picture of the guy. I'll play this one more time for you guys. I mean, that's, that's, pretty, that's a pretty dramatic explosion. I mean, now, one thing to notice, if you look, there's um, police vehicles right in front because they were trying to serve a search warrant. I think they were trying to get him to come out. Maybe he had fired some rounds with his gun before the actual explosion. So now it's like a barricade-type situation. They're trying to get him out the house. They're trying to get him to comply. They're kind of like doing negotiations with him. You're seeing vehicles right here, right in front. Now, you're going to see the house blow up. And I think he fired a flare gun inside the home, which caused this whole thing to just go up. Now, he may have had explosives in there. He could have hit a gas line. It could have been a combination of both. I have no idea. But he did something inside the house make it blow up because... Houses don't just blow up by themselves for no reason. All right, so that's what's going on. Um, they got him out. Well, they they did get him out, <laughs> um, in pieces. But unfortunately, that's what happened. Now, here's a picture of Mr. James Yu. Um, one of you guys said he's Korean. I don't know his ethnicity necessarily, but he probably is Korean with the last name U Y O O. So that's him right there. James Yu of Arlington, Virginia. Uh, Again, he was very active on social media, LinkedIn, things of this nature, Uh, big online presence, and he was known to the authorities. The FBI had gone to his house before, and he wrote a letter to a government official asking why the federal outlets came, and it was really strange. He had a lot of strange, strange, strange emails. It didn't make any sense. Like, he had one thing he wrote about Flavor Flav. I'm not making this up. I swear on everything. He wrote some kind of letter to somebody, or it might have been a post on social media about Flavor Flav, the rapper from Public Enemy. So he went to the Milwaukee Bucks game, Flavor Flav, that is, and sang the National Anthem. I, I played it on stream one time. Now... He has on a Milwaukee Bucks basketball jersey and he has on this infamous clock and medallion. Matter of fact, I'm going to show Flavor Flav right quick. And I know this is crazy. We're talking about a guy blowing his house up, sending letters to the government, and then I'm bringing up rappers. He, this guy was talking about this. So I'm just, I'm not getting off topic here. Let me just bring him up and then I'm going to show you kind of what was going on. Um, And he tied. Flavor Flav wearing a clock medallion with a Milwaukee Bucks jersey on to um, something about himself. Talking about um, Asian hate, it was really weird. So, you see what he has on, right? Milwaukee Bucks basketball jersey. You see the word Milwaukee on the front. And part of the word is covered by his infamous clock medallion. He's been wearing different incarnations of the medallion since the 80s with Public Enemy. That was his whole thing. Now, you have the letters M-I and then at the end, K-E-E. This guy, John, you had this letter breaking this down, talking about the, the words M-I means something and K-E-E means something. It's about anti-Asian hate. And he was quoting, I forget who it was. You guys might know who I'm talking about. He was quoting one particular person. I forget. He had this whole page about this picture. The guy was completely crazy. So, of course, a guy who has that kind of thing going on with himself might go off the deep end and blow his house up. Okay? Yes. Very paranoid. Very, very paranoid. Matter of fact, hold on. I got to find that particular post. From uh, John, pardon me, not John. John Yu is an actor. I'm talking about James Yu. Okay, let me see if I can find that right quick. And then we keep on rocking and rolling. Um, If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Uh, Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. All right, I might not be able to find it. Yeah, but he was all over the place. He 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 was really just a mess. All right, I actually have, I have some of the stuff that he wrote here, but I don't have everything.
7: Oh, here it is, right here.
0: Here it is, Robbie Starbuck. Thank you, man. You had this already posted. I'm gonna show you this, and then we we'll keep on rocking and rolling. Just so you know, I'm not making this up. I'm not just I'm not just saying things just to say it. Then we'll keep on moving. We got a lot to get through. All right, here it is. Perfect. So, watch this. This is him, James Yu. From a few days ago, wit- witnessed almost all-white-owned nba allowing messaging. Flav, former member of Public Enemy, wearing MI Clock Key Buck shirt. I didn't make this up. I told you on everything. M.I. Impossible Spies versus Key. K.I. My father's first name. Proxy for Asians in this instance. Bucks. Like does defendants. K.I. AIDS public enemy. Blacks conspiring with whites to suppress Asians. Wow. Hypocrisy smells like fake bologna salami. Mortadella. Completely crazy. Completely crazy. So the question I have is. When you know somebody's a few trees short of a forest, a few crayons short of an entire 64 account box, a few uh, nuggets short of a happy meal. What do you do? What can your actual next course of action be? If you go to his house and you visit him and you see he's crazy, what can you do to prevent him from blowing his house up or committing a mass shooting? I don't have the answers, but I'm just asking the question. All right? Let's keep on going here, we got a lot more to get into. Here's an interview from a guy who was right there on the scene of the actual explosion.
7: Come out, we don't want to hurt you. And then they ended up driving the the, um, the SWAT truck through the front door with like a pile driving arm. And um, okay. at that point, he started firing a, a weapon back. I, mean, I, I believe it was like an AR, it was a high power, it was a high caliber weapon, it's not a flare. They shot flares at the beginning he was not shooting flares near the end uh they started returning fire with non-lethal weapon with a non-lethal uh they kept saying non-lethal non-lethal they're shooting a shotgun back into the windows blasting out the windows a little bit and then um at that point they reversed the truck back they kept trying to yell to him he sounded like he was trying to say something back but they were like look we can't hear you you know please come out please come out we you won't get hurt and um at that point they were they reversed back and they like changed the angle of the truck and they were gonna try to take out the window, the front window there, tell them to back up from the window. And uh, at that point they were driving forward to the window and that's when the whole place went up. I mean just absolutely I mean you saw the video, it was what's going on here. Now,
0: one thing I wanna talk about is a guy you see him smiling right here when he's talking about it. That's a common response when you see something like that. I mean when you see a house blow up, like you see the whole thing play out. You're seeing the police interacting with them, trying to get them to comply. And then the house right in front of you just blows up and you know that he's dead. Your your is pumping. Your heart is pumping through your chest. Your heart is like about to jump out of your chest. So this is a common way to respond. This kind of expression was also seen at the UNLV shooting today when they were interviewing some of the people that were on the scene, some of the young people, the students and bystanders, when you see something like that going on, it's your, your body's going to react to a certain kind of way. And that's typically what happens a lot of times. All right. That happens quite a bit. I've been in that situation. I've been in the shoes like that, kind of similar to that. Not quite like seeing the house blow up or seeing a mass shooting, but I've had things like that happen where you respond that way. All right. And I saw somebody just said that there was a shooting in Nevada. I covered that a little while ago for you guys just now coming in. There was a shooting at um, in Las Vegas at UNLV University of Las Vegas where you have three deceased and one critically injured. And I think the three who are deceased does not include the shooter who was also dead. I don't know if the shooter deleted himself or if the police got him. But either way it goes, the shooter is dead. And I think it was just one person that was the shooter, but that's still a developing story. We could find out more later on tonight, tomorrow morning, throughout the rest of the week. That's all I got right now. Now, I'm going to move forward here. We got a lot of videos that I got queued up. So I thank y'all for rocking with me. I really, really appreciate y'all. Uh, let's talk about this um, person who is trying to be a rising star in the Democratic Party, she wants to be the black version of AOC. This is going to be Jasmine Crockett. Okay, now I told you guys Miss Crockett before when she defended the white man, Joe Biden, with all her might. It was crazy to see it because of the context. But let's watch this right here. She's talking about Transformers and school sports. All right, let's check it out
10: organization. The Heritage Foundation loves Texas. Ooh, they love Texas. They always sending us some nonsense bills that somehow set this country on the wrong trajectory. They send them to Texas. They send them to Florida. Every deplorable state that we can think about, they usually coming out of y'all's think tank. But nevertheless, when we talk about protecting women, what we've seen is, say, in the state of Ohio was one of the most recent states when their lawmakers didn't have the courage to do what they needed to do because, of course, we believe point in gerrymandering. Carrie- because we believe in gerrymandering in this point of order. I, I
9: move to, to strike her words, deplorable states.
5: That's not a point of order. Let the
4: gentlelady proceed.
5: The committee
9: will suspend. Whoa, 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 The committee
8: will suspend. Just hold, slow.
4: Boy, oh, boy.
0: But all this extra stuff right here is an act. This is an act. This is not, I'm not really believing this. You don't, if you are in Congress, you don't act this way. That's not what you really do, in my opinion.
10: Organization, the Heritage Foundation loves Texas. Ooh, they love Texas. They all.
0: this, this This is fake. You're just trying to put on a show to become very popular. I'm not really buying it. That's not how you really are. And I see that so much. So it's like my man earlier with the the Islamic cloth on or whatever. It's it's all just a game. It's a game. Politics kind of sucks at a certain point because it's so many games being played, just like this. All right. But that's your friend Jasmine Crockett. We're going to keep on going here. This is Fatima Gra- Fatima Goss Graves, National Women's Law Center President and CEO, and her husband is. On um, D.L.J. and is prosecuting J6 protesters, just so you understand what's going on.
6: And success in school sports depends on a whole range of factors, including how hard you work, and coaching, and access to really good resources and facilities. And trans students participate in sports for the same reason as their kids. Because it is fun, because it creates belonging and community, because it teaches so much about persistence and leadership and, and discipline, unless they learn to lose gracefully, hopefully. And often they learn to win with dignity, hopefully. Um, They learn to do the sort of work that means-
0: Hey, if your daughter goes up against a big six foot four biological male, In sports where it should be just women only, just lose gracefully. Lose gracefully. You know, look, it's not unfair because this big six foot six, 275 pound, cut up biological male identifies as female. So if you lose, okay, you're playing basketball, you get a 360 dunk, boom, right in your face from this LeBron James built biological male. Just lose gracefully. It's okay. Don't worry about it.
6: As you have higher grades and stay connected to school, I want every kid to have that chance, to have the chance to play. So I feel compelled to just end my testimony with a few ideas for the committee to pursue if it really wants to work on this issue. We could make it safer for student athletes who report harassment and sexual misconduct. We could address resource dis-
0: so, I mean, that's that's that. That's, that's what's going on with the whole uh, Transformers and sports. Just lose gracefully. It'll be okay. Don't even worry about it, which is a crazy thing to say. It's totally crazy. I mean, at that point, what's the point in having gendered sports at all? Oh, and you know who else kind of agrees with that? You know who agrees with that particular point? Well, not that point specifically, but they agree with that line of thinking. You'll never guess who agrees. All right. Now, let's put her on the screen, shall we? Let's put her on the screen. Uh, Madam Ambassador, another question is what care should be on the table when
11: a 12 year old child in this country assigned female at birth says, actually, I feel more comfortable living as a boy. What should the law allow the response to be?
3: I think the law should stay out of it and I think parents should handle it.
0: Okay, can we hear that one more time? Let's just listen very closely. The question, hear the question, and then hear the response. Uh, Madam Ambassador, another question
11: is what care should be on the table when a 12-year-old child in this country assigned female at birth says, actually, I feel more comfortable living as a boy. What should the law
0: allow the response to be? So, okay, when it comes to a 12-year-old, it says, you know what? I don't feel like the gender I was born as. What should the law allow at that point? Now, do you think there should be laws that says, you know what? If you're 12 years old, maybe you shouldn't be able to get your thing removed. Maybe you shouldn't be able to have that happen as a minor. Maybe you should be an adult. You want to be an adult and do something like that then go for it. But maybe, just maybe as a minor, that might not be a good idea. Now, what does so-called Republican... Nikki Haley, GOP candidate right now. What does she say? What's her response? Well, I think
3: the law should stay out of it, and I think parents should handle it.
0: So, hey, it's whatever. If the parents say that their 12-year-old can get gender reassignment surgery, then go for it. If 12-year-old Billy wants to remove his thing, his twig and berries, and become Barbara, then go ahead and go for it. Why not? Nikki Haley, your GOP candidate running for president right now, GOP Republican. If that is a Republican, I can't tell. If she's Republican, what does being Republican mean? What values do you have at that particular point? I, I can't call it. Look, again, you want to be an adult. Do whatever you want to do to yourself. It's your body. You do what you want to do to yourself. But last I checked, minors could not consent to things like this for a good reason, because they're minors. But I digress. I move on. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Okie dokie. Now, speaking of politicos, be at your man, Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy has quit. So effective almost immediately, Kevin McCarthy is out. Now, when the news first broke, they said that he was not running for re-election in 2024. That's true. But the next part of that is he's going to actually step down, like, right now. And here's, here's what is going on. He would have had to foul in the next few days for re-election next year. And if he didn't foul, that would have been public news. That would have been known publicly. So then, it would have been reported. It would have been the story, and they're going to ask questions. Hey, McCarthy, why are you not running? Why are you not running again? What's going on? He would have had to announce he's not running again, and at the same time, still be in office while he had been ousted as Speaker of the House. So, rather than going through all of that and being a distraction, he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna just step down right now." At the end of 2000, and 23. All right. So now this video I'm going to show you is from earlier in the year. Well, just a few weeks ago, actually, September the 19th, right after the whole ousting kerfuffle. And then we're going to get into the new information about him stepping down.
2: I mean, your question is just give up and quit. I'm the wrong guy to ask that question to. I never quit. I'm not working... For some members sitting in our conference, I'm working for this country and I'm never going to give up on the American people. I'm going to work every day. And you know what? If I come up short today, I'm going to work harder tomorrow. That's what I do. I mean, your question.
0: So this was in September. Okay. And he did quit. But I, I pretty much saw this whole thing coming. As soon as he got ousted, I saw it coming now. And I'm seeing some comments. Yet another seat given up from the, from the right. Yes, of course, in the house. And we already had a razor-thin margin. Razor-thin. Now, this is one of three seats we're going to lose in the next, what? Well, you already lost George Santos because of that whole situation, which, I mean, we could talk about George Santos doing X, Y, and Z. I got a video I'm playing a little bit from Rob Smith. They kind of talk about that, and I'm going to break that down in a minute. But George Santos got removed from office without being convicted of a crime. There's allegations and reports and some weird stuff going on, but I don't think anybody has been removed from office without an actual conviction aside from something in the 1800s. And the last guy to get removed from office was in 2002, And he was convicted of crimes first, before he was removed. All right? That's what happened with him in 2002 in Ohio, 21 years ago. George Santos, no conviction, allegations, an ethics report, and he gets booted from office, losing the seat. Kevin McCarthy, you take him out of the way as Speaker of the House, and you put in Mike Jones, Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, whatever his name is, you put him in there, and he's not even doing a good job, right? So what was the point of doing that, Matt Gates? Matt Gates is a moron. I do not like Matt Gates. You guys are gonna know more about. You guys will find out about Matt Gates if you think Kevin McCarthy and um, George Santos. If you think these guys are bad, they have nothing on Matt Gates. Matt Gates, I hate. I really do. I, I, I'm sorry. You guys are gonna find out soon enough. But I digress. Matt Gates is a whole clown because this did nothing to help anybody. And we're losing somebody else in Ohio because this guy decided to become the president of Youngstown University in Ohio. Well, he get paid $415,000 a year versus the one seventy four dollars he gets paid right now. And to offer him to take that job, he's got to be out. If he wants to be that be that be that role, he's got to be in that role by March 15th. So he's going to step down in January. So you're losing the Ohio person. I forget his name. You're losing George Santos and Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy will be replaced in a special election. But here's what's going on with that. In California, at least, Gavin Newsom has between 70 and 90 days to call a special election. So the seat will be vacant until... The special election happens, and then they bring in the next person. So you could have an empty seat until May of next year. So January, February, March, April, five months of an empty seat, completely vacant with nobody in it. New York, same way. Special election. Months without somebody in that seat. And in the meantime, they're going to try to pass legislation they're gonna try to pass funding and things of this nature with almost what it's only gonna be a two seat margin of uh, you know, just like two seats. Cause you lose in three. It's a it's a mess. Matt Gates, I hate. I don't care. People can say that, people could say whatever they want to say. I I pff, he's the worst. He really is. He's bad. All right. Now I'm gonna just I'm gonna I'm gonna play Rob Smith, what he says right quick about George Santos and the whole situation.
5: right guys so like let me get one thing straight there are war criminals in congress and senate right now there are people who insider trade there are people who cheat on their wives with male staffers while promoting family values there are all of these people in congress and senate right now as we speak in george santos katara okay george santos is the person that they decide to expel from congress They decide to expel George Santos from Congress to bend the knee to Democrats and to completely take the choice away from all the voters in George Santos' district. And this is not even about George Santos, because George Santos is kind of a dick, and I'll tell him that to his face. Uh, This is about the swamp that is in Washington, D.C. right now, subverting the will of the voters to bend the knee to Democrats. That is what this is all about. And if these people will not even protect their own, if they will not even protect an elected official that was elected by his constituents to represent them, if they will not protect that dude, and they're going to bend the knee to Democrats to try to look a certain way to them, what do you think they're going to do for the American people? What do you think that they're going to do for you? Okay? They're going to do absolutely nothing but protect themselves. It's crazy how kind of triggered I am by the Santos expulsion from Congress because it's not even about him. It's about how corrupted Congress has become. It's about how corrupted the swamp is. It's about how Republicans do nothing but beg for your money, okay? Yes. And they will not even protect their own. That is the nuttiest part to me. These people will not protect their own. So, I don't know why I'm so triggered by this, but after five years of doing this and seeing all that I've seen in D.C. and the swamp and the Republican Party and all of that stuff, just seeing all that I've seen, I've come to the conclusion, honestly, that it is hopelessly corrupt. There is no changing it. America first is dead all right because anybody that comes into congress as america first if they're not playing establishment games they're gonna get booted out just like george santos these people will not protect you i personally regret spending even a second of my time and my energy defending the republican party because they suck they're losers they won't stand up for me. They won't stand up for the people that are supposed to represent you in D.C. The only thing these people stand up
0: for is themselves, their money, and their re-election. There it is. Shout out Rob Smith. That was a great word from my friend Rob Smith. 100%. He's right on point. They'll, they ask for your money all day. All day long. Ask for money. And they don't, they don't do anything with it. See, this is part of the reason why I'm boycotting the RNC the whole debate state I'm not I'm not even going to I'll I'll watch some of the highlights but I'm not going to I'm not going to show I'm not going to stream anything I'm not going to really support them because they're they're openly hostile against people like me that could actually help them it's like it, it's like they don't even really want to win all they want to do is get money and get power they don't really care about you now there are some who care about you but now they got to go through the minefield of DC and how corrupt it is Madison Carthorne, where is he? Madison Carthorne was a rising star. Remember him? Where is he at? Have you seen Madison Carthorne at all in the past couple years? Where has he been? You know what he did? Told, snitched about some of these little underground parties that they have in the Republican Party. Talking about some, yeah, I was invited to a party and they want me to come to their home, all this, that, and the third After he said that, he was done, totally done. Now, George Santos is a nut and a creep, but he had a conservative voting record. Very conservative voting record. So do you want to throw him away with no conviction to look good for them? Meanwhile, they got some of the most corrupt people in this world on their side. Ilhan Omar got married to her own brother. That should have been enough to get her removed from office. But did it? Nope, sure didn't. Sure didn't. She's still there and speaking, going on TV, uh, getting money and we'll still be there. They do whatever they want to do. The Clintons can delete people allegedly for years and still stay in power. This dude, George Santos did some corruption and without a conviction, without anything other than an allegation, he gets booted from office. And, and, And then, Hey, But vote for us. We're going to do what's right for you. I can't tell. (laughs) I can't tell. It's weird. All right. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. And George, again, George Santos is a nut. Is ridiculous. But he didn't delete anybody like the Clintons did, allegedly. He didn't fly on Epstein's jet and go to, no private island like some did in government, allegedly. He didn't do anything like that. All he did was put on drag queen outfits and buy Fendi with his campaign money. Is it that bad when you look at the when you put it next to deleting 15 people over 20 years of time? Whatever, whatever. You know, who am I? What, What am I talking about? I don't know what's going on. All right. Now, we got a lot to get through. Actually, we got quite a bit to to go through. All right. Let me um, let me go here, actually. So how do you guys feel about what Dick Durbin is talking about as far as politicians and whatnot? Dick Durbin was talking about. We have the border crisis happening and we all know what's happening with the border crisis. Matter of fact, hold on. I want to show you one video about the border crisis. That's pretty important. OK, um, this is happening. And Dick Durbin, the senator from Illinois, a Democrat, wants to do something to try and fix it. Now, check this out. It is streaming across like water through um, a funnel. Check it out. Right through the wall. They cut. They, they cut part of the wall out and just letting them come across. OK, nice book bags. My man got on man, got luggage <laughs> like regular airport luggage going straight through the wall. My man got on a plane from Africa, of course, with his regular luggage and then walked to this particular part of the wall and hot right across. Right. Nice, clean cut right there. Straight through the wall. Now we have this happening and we have hordes of people, hordes of people. Coming across. And the the question is, where are they going to go? How many of them are there? D- Derby says, you know what? I got a solution. I have the solution. Let's have some of them join our U.S. military for citizenship. Now, this is a thing that's been going on in our country before. There was a program under um, W. The program started under W to, quote, unquote, fight the war on terror, where if you were here, as a non-citizen and that can mean different things. You could be an asylum seeker, you could have a green card, you might even be you might be straight illegal possibly, allegedly. But a non-citizen, if you were here as a non-citizen, you were able to join the military and possibly gain your citizenship. That was ended under Barack Obama in 2016. But it was an active thing in our military Under W until Obama. Now they're trying to bring it back. But the problem is we have a lot of people who are being sent here strategically. A lot of Chinese coming across, a lot of war age males coming across. So many of them may be ripe to join the military. They may have spotless backgrounds set up by the Chinese Communist Party. And then once they get into the government, then they become spies. There are spies here already. We've seen Eric Swalwell with uh, Yum Yum. I mean, Fang Fang. We saw that going on. Then we saw two other guys who were spies for the Chinese Communist Party. There was another guy who was a spy for Cuba. We got spies in the country. And then the border is just being flooded with a bunch of these people. You have no idea who's coming across. Now, Dick Durbin says in this time right now let's bring back the george w bush policy of bringing in non-citizens to the military to then have them become u.s citizens what do you guys think let me play the video right quick let me keep on going
5: my colleague from the state of illinois has legislation which addresses one aspect of that her bill and i hope i describe it accurately says that if you're an undocumented person in this country And you can pass the physical and the required test, background test, the like. You can serve in our military. And if you do it honorably, we will make you citizens of the United States. Do we need that? Do you know what the recruiting numbers are at the Army and the Navy and the Air Force? They can't reach their quotas each month. They can't find enough people to join our military
0: forces. So what do you guys think? Do you think that that should be what we do? Uh, bringing in non-citizens now. Um, I, I got to play a clip because I was just talking about Yum yum, Fang Fang. Um, I got to play this clip right quick before we move forward. All right, hold on. Give me a second. Let me let me get it queued up. Uh, thank. You. There we go.
12: Uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Miss Rodriguez, I apologize that you had to. You're here for a hearing on the border. They don't want to talk about a border. Uh, Mr. Swalwell is down there. Obviously, everybody knows he's made some comments. He's got a, a checkered past. He's alleged I'm sorry, a relationships. A, a checkered past? A, alleged, I would ask. Uh, it's my time. Mr. Alleged affairs relationships with Yum Yum. You don't get to say that. <laughs> he he had alleged relationships <laughs> with Yum Yum. Oh,
0: I get your trigger. Over there. Cussing. You can't say that. <laughs> you can't say that S word yes i asked no, the, gentleman, no, ask no, the gentleman's no, no, words to no, be taken no, no. down hold on hold on hold on we gotta we gotta run that back we gotta run that back i because I, I, I forgot about the little the confrontation part of this clip you gotta run it back
12: uh thank you mr chairman uh miss rodriguez i apologize that you had to you're here for a hearing on the border they don't want to talk about a border uh mr swalwell is down there obviously everybody knows he's made some comments he's got a, a checkered past He's alleged I'm sorry, relationships and a checkered past. A, a, I, alleged, I would ask, a, it's my turn. Alleged affairs, relationships passed? with, no, 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 with no, no, yum yum, sir, yum. You don't get to say that.
0: Shit. He, he, not he true. had alleged
12: relationships uh, with yum uh, 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 yum. I asked
0: gentleman's the gentleman's words to word. be taken down. You oh, don't get
12: to say that. We asked the gentleman's words to be taken down. Is casting a slur on another member?
0: Yum yum is crazy. Well, I am
11: here. He's making,
0: and nobody said he was racist for that because how are you going to defend? I mean, Eric Swalwell can't defend what happened. I mean, you had a whole spy up in your bedroom, sir. You were a whole national security risk. So don't get mad at me talking about yum yum. How about focus on yourself and not falling victim to a whole honeypot from the Chinese Communist Party? How about that? Write about that first rather than me saying yum yum rather than fang fang. What's the difference? I can't tell, but I digress. Uh, If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Now, some of you guys say that we should do the whole thing of bringing in um, non-citizens to the military so they can gain citizenship. But the question is, how do we know who we really have? We're getting thousands upon thousands of these people every day coming to and or across the border. And I think it's strategic. They're not just coming across from Mexico. They're coming from all over the world and they're coming for very specific reasons. Now, if they hear, excuse me, if they hear about, Hey, you know what? If you come to the country and you're military age, you can join the military and gain citizenship. What's to prevent China from sending specific groups for that purpose? like that movie, what was that called? Salt, like a whole, um, a a sleeper cell or groups of sleeper cells. And one thing I wanted to say in my other video, I made one, one point I wanted to make was people always ask about the military turning their guns on United States citizens. If there was some kind of rule that came from the federal government, would it be enforced by the military? on U.S citizens and the common response is well no why would the military turn their guns on their fellow citizens but what if they're not what if they're not fellow citizens what if they don't have loyalty to this country what if they just got here yesterday what if they just got here yesterday and they were sent here for that purpose to be used against you rather than be used to protect you You know, it's a thought I have in my mind. Now, you may have some non-citizens that become part of the military and do very well. But many of them might not. And you still have military problems, issues with leadership, things of that nature. And that's not going to be changed with a bunch of non-citizens joining. So there's always that going on. But we're going to get into more here. Now, New Yorkers. Are you okay? What's going on with New York City? Are you okay in New York? How are you guys making it? Now, California is bad enough. You got these really high home prices, high taxes, gas, everything is just high as the sky. If you don't smoke crack for a living, if you don't smoke fentanyl, shoot fentanyl for a living, or if you're not a tech bro, if you're not some kind of rich Hollywood executive, if you're not one of these people in the very very low class living like dirt or high in the sky and you're like a normal person right in the middle how are you making it you're being squeezed you're being totally squeezed out of existence now new york city is going to charge you money just to go to manhattan at a certain time let's check this out
12: and so it begins New York City will be the first city in America to charge Americans, just to go to work in the morning.
11: The very first state in the nation, the very first city in America to have a congestion pricing plan.
12: Americans will have to pay around $23 per day. Passenger vehicles would be charged $15 to enter the congestion zone, trucks between $24 and $36, depending on size, and motorcycles $7.50. Those tolls would be charged once per day and would be in effect between 5 a.m. and 9 p.m. on weekdays and 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on weekends. Fees. The proposal aims to reduce traffic
0: congestion, but people... And so it begins. New York City. Now, New Yorkers, how are you living? So you have tolls, what, $15, $23 a day just to go to Manhattan? Is that what I'm Seeing this is ridiculous. I've not seen the toe. Look, where I live, I've not seen the toe in years. Um, when I was in Virginia, it's toes everywhere because you got bridges, tunnels, things of this nature. It's toes all over the place in Virginia. It was too much. Like you got a toe on the high rise bridge, a toe on the um it used to be used to be called the Dominion Bridge. I think it's called the Veterans Bridge. The Veterans Bridge, a high rise bridge, downtown tunnel, midtown tunnel, the Jordan Bridge, it's like five tolls within like ten square miles. It's like <laughs> in in a very short distance, it's tolls everywhere. It's hard to avoid tolls back in Virginia, but now where I live, no tolls. I can go from here all the way. I, I could drive from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Up 75 through Knoxville, Bristol, Roanoke. I can go all the way up to West Virginia. There's no tolls. I can go all the way to D.C. Now, once I get to D.C., there's tolls. But I can go from here to D.C., no tolls. I can go from here to Norfolk, all of that. There's no tolls until I reach Norfolk. I can go from here to Nashville, maybe even Memphis, five hours away, no tolls. I can go from here, Atlanta, Macon, Jacksonville, Florida, no tolls. New York City, you got to pay that just to get to Manhattan from, what, Brooklyn or somewhere? Forget about it. Forget about it. It's just ridiculous. I, I I mean, it's another tax. But, hey, guess what? Don't worry about it. You know what? I have a silver lining to the whole toll kerfuffle in New York City. Check it out. At least you know Your hard-earned taxpayer money will be going to pay for illegal aliens, migrants, asylum seekers in the city. So, don't feel bad about charging or or paying $25 to get to Manhattan to go to work every day and work hard. Because, just know, some anchor baby will be living just fine off of your money. Doesn't that just warm your heart up? Doesn't that warm your heart up? It warms my heart up. But, anyway... If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video. Seven billion U.S. dollars spent on migrants in New York City. In the whole country, 451 billion with a B, 451 billion dollars in one year spent on migrants. And I had a tweet that kind of went viral about this whole kerfuffle. I'll pull it up for you guys right quick. Um, It kind of went viral. Let me see if I can find it. I don't even know where it's at. Hold on. Give me a second. Um, uh, Let me see. I got to find that. I got to find that tweet. I got it somewhere. Um, people responded to that tweet. It's all over the place. People, all of my mentions, talking about, "Oh, you're a liar," all this and that, and the third, all kind of stupid stuff. But what I said, here we go. Let me let me throw it up right here. Trump offered the black community five hundred billion. Black people refused it and voted for the guy who gave that same money to illegal aliens. That's crazy insanity. Now, this tweet has a lot of engagements. I think it had like, there it is, 474,000 views. Um, Roland Martin responded talking about, oh, you're a liar. You're a liar. It's funny because Roland Martin responded to my tweet to my tweet calling me a liar. Then his producer sent me an email talking about, hey, you want to come on the show? I'm good. No thanks. <laughs> I'm good. I don't like them kind of environments. I, I just, I don't even really want to deal with it. And why not just ask me publicly to come on the show rather than sending me email behind the scenes trying to be sneaky, trying to be phony. OK, you want those views and clicks and whatnot you would get for me being on there, but I'm good. OK, but check it out. 500 billion is pretty much what they spent on the illegal aliens. People are asking me, hey, you know what? The The budget from the feds on like five hundred and sixty billion. How are going to give black folks five hundred billion? Same way they gave it to the migrants. They spent $451 billion and counting on a low end on migrants in one year. So if they can do that for the migrants, they can do it for whatever Trump proposed with the platinum plan. You know, it's, it's so dumb. Like you refuse that. And that same money that you're going to pay your taxpayer money for goes to illegal aliens, but whatever, you know what I mean? And people say, uh, well, Republicans got, you got to do, do better with outreach, outreach, we're giving you what we're, we're, we're giving you the plan forward is right here. All you got to do is just vote the right way. Nah, Trump's racist since when 2016. Why? Because of a 1971 lawsuit. You can sue anybody for any reason whatsoever. Anybody. You could get sued. I always talk about this one lawsuit of Nick Cannon when he was married to Mariah Carey. Their nanny sued them because she said their baby at the time headbutted her and caused her pain and suffering. A, a nanny said a baby, Goo Gaga, a little baby, headbutted her in the chest, I think, and caused her pain and suffering, so she sued. You could sue anybody for any reason, and at a certain point, rather than going to court, and going through all the motions and spending money on lawyers, and okay, take this money and settle. That's how it is. A baby, Tara, yes. Google, gaga, infant. Matter of fact, hold on, I'm going to find that just, just, so, just so you can fact check me. I'm going to pull it up right quick. Um, Mariah Carey, baby, suit, nanny. All right. Let me see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. There's, there's a lot, actually. Yeah, grueling overtime hours, no pay, all kind of stuff. I got to find a hit, but I see the... Um, I see the whole thing about uh, the nanny. It's all kind of stuff. But... There's a whole lot going on here. Sue by the nanny. There's a lot in there talking about the bodyguard threatened her and she worked long hours. Basically, you can get sued for whatever, any re- for any reason. You can get sued. It doesn't mean that you did anything. Okay, if somebody gets sued and they pay money or they settle, that does not indicate guilt. My thing is, if somebody did some something wrong and they committed a crime, okay, let's go to let's go to regular court. People a lot of times don't want to go they don't want to do regular court because they often can't get paid from that. They want they rather they rather get the money than have you go to the penitentiary. That's how that works. But anyway, now speaking of New York, I got a few more from New York. Here is um a New York apartment. Now, I'm going to play this video and I want you guys to guess just how much this particular space costs. And shout out to you guys over on the Facebook. I appreciate you. Shout out to Christine, Claudia, James. Uh, I thank you guys for being there. I really, really appreciate you. Could not do the show without you. But let's take a look at the video. And you guys are going to see it and guess how much it costs.
2: Okay, this apartment has to be one of the most interesting apartment I've seen so far. And it has to be the cheapest that I've seen in the market as of yet in Manhattan. I can't wait to read the comments because I read the description on this apartment. and I had to see it for myself. So let's get straight to it. Here's the apartment. And we are here.
0: That's the apartment. Like if you blinked, if you blinked, you would have missed the apartment. Okay, so get ready. It will be over in a blink of an eye.
2: here's the apartment and we are here this is this is the apartment this is everything this is the full thing right here you have a sink here and uh, as you can see I'm just stepping around and I'm like amazed myself you have some closet space and storage there a little bit of window here but the price on this apartment cannot be beaten especially in this area of the city so for those asking where the heck is the bathroom they're located outside in the hallways you have two per floor Okay, so, so far, this really small space,
0: I'm thinking maybe 150 square feet, maybe 200 square feet at best, and he had a wide-angle lens on his iPhone, so it looks it looks bigger than what it is. I'm thinking maybe 150 square feet at, at best for that space. There's no bathroom inside the actual apartment space. You got to go outside to the hallway, and there's a communal bathroom. There's two bathrooms per floor now, I don't know how many apartments there are on each floor, okay? But there's only two bathrooms, two bathrooms per floor that people share. So your neighbor could be in there having a crazy number two, and you just got to wait.
2: Uh, and each restroom is a full bathroom, and this is how it looks inside. Just when you thought you've seen it all in the city, it reminds you that you haven't. This apartment is going for 1200 bucks.
0: So the apartment, $1,200. All right. Now, is that, is that a good deal? New York City communal bathroom, you share with the whole um, floor, two bathrooms per floor. This is like worse than th- This is this is bad. This is like living in the football stadium. <laughs> it's like living in the football stadium. So your apartment is a closet. You have enough space for maybe a bed in there. No bathroom inside the actual apartment. You got to go outside for a public restroom. Are you going to shower, shave, whatever in there? Well, you got a sink in the other place. So you might, you might be able to shave in there, but if you want to actually wash your body, use the bathroom. Yeah. So is that cheap? Is that, is that a good deal? Really? It's not terrible for real. Wow. That's crazy. Is that a steal from New York city? Wow. 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 That's crazy. Wow. Thought it would be a lot more. Who's Cleaning the bathroom, well, hey, that's that's a, that's a <laughs> New York City. I think not if that is going for 1200. Well, hey, I'm 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 free in Tennessee, I am free in Tennessee. I'm not trying to go look. One, one thing about me, I have certain non negotiables for my living quarters. A bathroom inside my actual place of residence is one of them. I, that's not too much to ask. I mean, this is two thousand and twenty-three. I don't have to go outside. I'm not trying to go back out behind the house, okay, and duck in the outhouse or something like that to go hit the bathroom. You know, that's not really my my cup of tea. I live in the truck camper. I'd much rather live in the truck. A friend of mine back in the day lived in the boat. And that was cool. You could live right in the in in on the marina in the boat and the bathroom. It's a public bathroom right there. On the on a dock, so get out of your boat if you use the bathroom. Hit the bathroom right there, bathroom shower whatever. I really I rather would be homeless out here, in in my truck, and then go to Planet Fitness to use the bathroom and shower and things of that nature. All right, rather than living in, and I I, I can imagine, I can imagine, the the rodents in there are like little pet dogs. So I'm good money. I don't want to see no rat emerge from my sink. That's the size of Lassie. I'm cool on that. I'm super cool on that. And the smells you're going to smell in there are going to be off the chain. And I wonder who's who your neighbors are, who's going to live there with you. That's going to make the the, the the house a home. If I got to smell meth smoke coming through the HVAC, I'm cool. I rather would live in my truck over there and then go in the morning, planet fitness, twelve o'clock in the morning, Wash my high parts and go about my day that way. But I digress. Oh, the noise is gonna the noise is gonna be crazy. The noise is gonna be off of the chain. Because I can imagine this is like converted office space. That's why it's only two bathrooms on each floor, maybe, or just a really old apartment. And you might just have drywall in between the um, apartments. You got some brick on one part, but the rest is gonna be just straight drywall. Thin as thing can be. Okay. Thin as 1985 supermodel. It's gonna be just a mess. Oh, here's something else. This might be I'm not sure where this is actually. I thought it could be New York City, but it might not be. But cyclists, I want you guys to just relax. I have nothing against guys that ride their bicycle in the city. But please guys, relax. Just chill. It's it's okay. You don't have to be this aggressive. You could kind of like take it down a little, a little bit. Take it down a couple of notches, and you'll be just fine. All right, let's check it out. That's not. All right, give me a second. There we go.
2: That's not dangerous at all. Great job. Have your dog just sit on the bike
8: lane. It's a great parking spot.
2: Great job, man. That's a nice bike you got there. Sidewalk is on your left. Wow!
8: Yep, exactly. <laughs> let's cross without looking and blame the cyclist. Man, that's a nice bike you got there. It's a great place to walk. Man, that's a nice bike you got there. gonna walk right here. Take your time. Yep, let's not look. Let's not look user eyes. That's a great place to stand, right on the bike lane. No, no, sorry, dog, I don't care about your dog. So,
0: okay, cyclists. I get it, you guys. You, you want to have the road and enjoy the bike lane and get to wherever you're going. But my man, like, why so, why so aggressive? Like, what is the deal? What do they put in those uh and those things you have, the water bottles in front of your bike, what do they put in your water bottle Making make you so aggressive? Are they putting testosterone in there? Are they spiking your drink? Like, what's happening? What do they put in the actual seat of the bike to have you be so aggressive all the time when I see you? Not all, not all, but some, too many. And then the worst thing is when you guys are riding your bikes on these narrow two-lane highways over where I live. Look, there's a certain there's certain roads where I live where if you're driving on it, you're pretty much you got to be dead center, dead center, or you're going to be in the ditch and you have a bike on there. It's like, my man, you know, you can't be right here. There's no way for me to go around you or to be side by side you without cutting into the other lane. Get off the road. Get off of the road. Go the other direction. Do something else. And it'll be at night and stuff. It's like, man, you are just playing with your life. You're, you're playing Russian roulette here. Because one false move, you're going to be roadkill. Okay. It's like these deer out here. These deer, they, they try to run in the road. It's like, it's like they just wanna they, they want to get hit. They're trying to do, they're trying to be like insurance fraudsters with these deer. I was on the road the other day and the deer tried to hop out. Like I and I saw the deer when I came up. I mean, I think I had a Mustang. I came up, I came up, and then the deer was kind of like hesitant. I was like, sir, what are, we do- <laughs> what are you doing? Stay over there. Don't try to be an insurance fraudster, Mr. Deer. I'm not trying to have antlers and whatnot all on my windshield. Stay over there. But, yeah, that's how these guys on the bike make me feel, kind of like deer. But, anyway, let's keep on going here. We got a few more to get through. Um, I'm going to show you guys something that I saw. And y'all don't get mad at me, all right? Don't get mad at me. But since I saw it, you got to see it as well. Have you ever heard of a dink? D-I-N-K? This is a thing that is allegedly kind of old from what I heard. But this is my very first time hearing about it. And since I cringed, you got to cringe as well. All right, let's 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 check it out.
10: We're dinks. We're gonna be asked constantly by family, friends, and strangers when we're gonna have kids.
0: We're
11: dinks. We're gonna to go to Costco and buy all the snacks we want.
10: We're dinks. We're gonna support our friends who have kids, even if we decide to never have any.
11: We're dinks. We're gonna have. Fuck. We're dinks. We're gonna have lots of. Fuck. We're dinks. We're gonna have lots of disposable income to spend on whatever we like.
10: <laughs> we're dinks. We're gonna get chastised by people on the internet because they're gonna assume that we're just obsessed with material things. Even though, arguably, you need a lot more material things once you have kids.
11: We're dinks. We don't need to find a sitter or rope our family into babysitting when we want to go out for the night.
10: We're dinks. We're going to be told the only way that we'll ever be fulfilled in life is by having kids.
11: We're dinks. We're going to book flights whenever we feel like it.
10: We're dinks. We're still going to stick to a strict budget to meet our financial goals, no matter how much wiggle room we have in our finances.
11: We're dinks. We're not gonna make a life altering choice just because everybody else is doing it. Period.
0: <laughs> so, Dinks, D I N K, that's dual income, no kids. Um, this has been a thing for quite a while, for some years, as far as that particular, I guess you say it's an acronym. I have never in my life heard about it until like the other day. Uh, TikTok made it kind of popular. And in my humble opinion, TikTok is the Antichrist. And a lot of things that should not be popular are now popular because of TikTok. But um, I got another video of a guy breaking down what this all means. So when you hear these little phrases, you got to understand where it comes from. I'm seeing the faces in the chat. I'm sorry. Look, I told you guys, since I cringe, you got to cringe as well. You got to feel my pain. I'm sorry. I apologize. But I got to show you guys this so you understand what's going on. And then I won't mention it ever again. So here's a guy explaining what's going on. All right, now RP headphone users. This guy breaks it down in less than one minute.
13: Okay, most of you watching this right now are sinks. You're single income, no kids. If you're living with a significant other, you're a dink, double income, no kids. If you want kids in the future, you're a sinky or a dinky, double incomes, no kids yet. One of my favorites is the dink wad, double income, no kids with a dog. Similarly, the dink wah, double incomes, no kids with a house. Now, because of the math, if you're a dink, that automatically makes your parents podwogs, parents of dinks without grandkids. And if you're a dink wad, that makes your parents pod wads, parents of dinks with a dog. Oh, and if you're a one-income, no kids, and you're living on a farm, that makes you an oink.
0: <laughs> no, I think not. I, I think not. You know, now it's to the point. Now I'm I, I'm old, right? I feel like I'm just old. Like I'm young, um, comparatively to like, let's say a Joe Biden, who is like a million years old. He's old as time, old as dirt, Methuselah, old as the very first. Biden's been around since the Lincoln administration, right? Biden's been around since. They still, you know, had slaves and whatnot. He's been around for a very long time. This guy's a vampire. But anyway, I feel like I'm older than what I am because a lot of these things that I see on the internets, I just kind of, I can't tell what's real and what's fake anymore. I can't tell if he's legitimately breaking down the acronyms or if he is trolling or if it's a combination of both an oink. I wish somebody would call me an oink, sir. That's fighting words. I challenge you to a duel. Old school style with the pocket um glove. Slap you in the head with a pocket glove. Let's have a duel right now. You're not going to sit there and call me an oink as a grown man. I think not. We're not going to do that. Or a dink wad, or a dink wad. We're not, we're not doing that. Okay, let's have a duel right now and get it over with. But, I, but seriously, I cannot tell if he's being serious or not. I think it might be a combination of both. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm just old because this stuff right here. Yeah, but that's what's going on right now, 2023. That is what we have happening. All right, now here's something speaking about kids and whatnot. Kim jong-un the dear leader of North Korea allegedly has been is begging women in this country to have more children because of the declining birth rate now I'm gonna play this here um I think there might just be one problem Rocket man just one well there's quite a few problems but one big problem in North Korea so let's watch some of this then we're gonna talk about it So Kim Jong Un wiped away tears, and his speech urged North Korean women to have more children. So, oh, oh, he's crying. All right, we turn music down. We don't need to have that. A dictator called the country's low birth rate everybody's housekeeping duty. As women in traditional dress cheered along at the fifth annual meeting of the Mothers' event, an estimated 1.8 kids per woman are born in North Korea as of 2023. That's actually not that bad. 1.8 kids. That's not too far away from the North American birth rate. Well, I mean, U.S. birth rate. That's not, that's actually not that bad. I think the birth rate among black Americans is right around the same thing, 1.8. And among white Americans, it's like 1.3. This can be part of the reason why they're bringing in a bunch of illegal aliens, but that's a different story. And I digress. And let's see, it's a higher rate than our neighbor, Japan where lifetime fertility rates dropped to a 1.2% rate in Japan. Oh, my goodness. That's low. 1.2. Look, uh, birth rates. They say in first world countries, you need a birth rate of about 2.1 to 2.3 to have replacement, meaning you got to have each person should have that many kids on average to prevent population decline, because only about half of people will have kids, on average. So, if you could produce two, that'll make up for the one who doesn't have kids, and you can replace yourself, so that won't so it won't be any kind of decline. Now, once you get to a third world nation, you need to have a higher birth rate to prevent population loss, and that's usually not a problem because they have a lot of kids anyway. Mexico, places like that, they're popping them out. But anyway, in a lot of developed countries, they have very low birth rates because focus is mostly on work and becoming successful, things of this nature. All right? So 1.8 is not that bad. But here's the problem, Kim Jong-un. You got to be able to feed these kids, my man. You got to be able to feed these children because I'm hearing about kids eating dirt, dirt pies, dirt cakes, rocks. Um, Whatever they can just scrounge up, just foraging for random rodents, bugs, things of this nature. You got to be able to feed these kids. And North Korea is not necessarily a small country. You got like 20 million people in North Korea and one of the poorest places in this world, North Korea. So I understand there is an issue with the birth rate in the country, but let's start being able to feed these kids more than a dirt pie occasionally you might be able to get somewhere okay it's it's kind of simple like if you see a north korean next to a south korean these are the exact same people there is no difference in the people there's no genetic difference these are the same people divided by a line but if you see them side by side if one grew up in north korea other one in the south is a big difference in the height uh, the physicality, everything, the development because of the nutrition. They're not eating enough food. There's not enough calories. But it's always like that in these communist-led places. There's always an issue with the food. Where is the food? Can I get something to eat? No, you can't get anything to eat. We don't have any more. And it, it, Maduro, uh, all these guys have the same kind of issue in communist places trying to feed the people. So, again, you got one big problem, Kim Jong-un, food. How are you going to be able to eat and feed more than 1.8 kids? If you can't feed 1.8 kids right now, how are you going to feed more? But I digress. Yeah, South Korea has a low birth rate because of the success. You know, and I think when you have a lower birth rate in a more developed nation, it's not as bad because you don't necessarily need as many people to keep the country going. But in the third world place, you got to have more kids to keep the country going. You know, that's, that's kind of what it is. All right. But well, we gonna keep on going here. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That will help me out tremendously. All right. I think I got everything that I wanted to get to before we get to the cause. Yeah, I got to a lot here. Oh, and I wanted to mention briefly the mayor of Kiev, Ukraine, uh, Vitaly Klitschko, who was a heavyweight champion boxer alongside his brother, Vladimir Klitschko, over here in the States. He's been the mayor of Kiev since 2014, and he's been going toe to toe with Zelensky, saying that he's turning Ukraine into another Russia and he's becoming an autocrat, just like he thinks Putin is. And he's not being honest about what's happening in Ukraine. You see, I think everybody knows that Ukraine cannot win this war. They're not going to win the war. All they ever going to do is get into a stalemate at best because the United States and NATO, the West are not going to give them weapons to really engage in the battle. Like if you really want to engage in the battle for real, just go full nuke or have things that can strike Moscow. Just go ahead and strike Moscow and get it over with. But, if you strike Moscow, that's going to be a problem. If you hit the interior of Russia, if you strike Moscow, if you do something like that, now we got World War 3. The point of this war is not for Ukraine to win. We're not supporting Ukraine for Ukraine to win. We're supporting Ukraine for Ukraine to fight Russia to hopefully wear them down, to drain their resources. We're not trying We're trying to fight a proxy. We're trying to fight a soft proxy war. Using Ukrainian people as using Ukrainian people and the Ukrainian quote unquote country as battleground. That's all that it is. We don't really care about them winning. If we if we cared about them winning, then we would have already defeated. But there is no winning. In order for you to really go through and go all the way, you're gonna spark World War Three. You're gonna have nuclear holocaust and nobody wants that. You will have mutually assured destruction and nobody wants that. So it'll never end until we say, okay, no more. Maybe we start to kind of get fatigued of funding the war. Maybe we get a new guy in office, Trump, I don't know who says, okay, no more funding in the war. Then it's over because NATO might still try to fund it, but really it's a U.S. We're the big dogs. We got the money. We're the ones funding it. Without us, there is no war. Then we're trying to get into Israel and get that whole thing cracking. They're trying to talk about Taiwan, getting that cracking. You got nut jobs like Tim Scott talking about, let's go into Iran and strike them. It's like, whoa, whoa there, cowboy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not do that. You want to strike Iran directly and spark a global jihad? Are you dumb? Not only a jihad, but a nuclear holocaust? Like you're talking about the end of civilization as we know it. That'd be that'd be it right there. That'd be that that'd be some kind of post-apocalyptic world we live in after that. If if you survive that, you'd be lucky. That is the dumbest thing you could do. the The proxy war is bad enough, but then going into Iran, going into Russia, or even worse, going into China. My goodness. <laughs> I mean, what kind of idiot would do a thing like that? That makes no sense. That is an unwinnable conflict. Nobody would win from that. Why would you do that? I understand you got defense contracts and whatnot, but okay, you got a defense contract, but how are you going to enjoy the fruits of your ill-gotten labor if the whole world is going through nuclear holocaust? Okay, if we have nuclear winter going on, you can't go to Dubai on your yacht with your defense contract money, sir. Nikki Haley, same thing. I get it. You want to get some of this contract money? You want to spark war? You want to beat Dick Cheney, part three, part four, part five? But that might not be the best way to go if you want this whole world to survive and and thrive. But I digress. So, yeah, uh, shout out to Vitaly Klitschko for saying, hey, man. We're not doing very well on this war. And Zelensky, you're lying to the general public. But I think the support for Zelensky is kind of going away now. It, it's kind of going away. He's not getting as much shining attention. He was really hot. He was hot as fish grease in 2022. But right now, he's kind of being overshadowed by Israel and that whole conflict. I, I'm not trying to see this guy in his sweatpants anymore coming to the White House begging for money. I'm, I've am i been tired of it from the very... I didn't like the guy from the start, but now I have just complete fatigue to even see him. Whenever I see him with his sweatpants in the white, I'm like, oh, here we go. This guy again, I'm pretty much finished. But anyway, we got Super Chats on deck. Then I'm going to get to the calls. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Super Chats on deck. Then we're going to get to the calls. Michael Crislow says, are you familiar with Virginia's clean, clear clean car law that passed back in 2021? It requires 35% of automobile sales to be EVs by January, 2026 and 100% by 2035. How do you think this will play out? I mean, you know what? Oh, I almost forgot about my story about the electric vehicle. (laughs) Oh man. You know what? Um, we're not ready for this quite yet. We're not ready because what's happening is that the technology required for electric vehicles to be everywhere. And for everyone to have one is not there yet because how are you going to charge these things? Look, I told saw, I saw you guys a video before of the line that was forming at a charging station in California. It might've been Burbank, California, And it was rows of cars, 11 p.m. at night, trying to line up just to get charged at a station. And you got to be on a charge for like 45 minutes to get a full charge. So there's not enough infrastructure. These vehicles are expensive. They cost an arm and a leg to replace. It's just it makes no sense. It's stupid. And the thing about it is you're not being green. Because how much um, environmental damage are you doing by having an electric vehicle? These super big, heavy, expensive batteries, all these rare earth minerals that China, by the way, owns 90% of. You're going to be beholden to a foreign country. So we're talking about trying to break free from foreign oil. How about breaking free from foreign rare earth minerals? You're not going to accomplish that by getting electric vehicles. What if China says, "Okay, we're going to put a tariff on these rare earth minerals or we're going to ban you from being able to export them? How are you going to have any batteries? And then if there's a requirement for these vehicles, all we do is play into their hands. And when you're talking about discarding them when they blow up and things of this nature, it's a whole big mess. But let's just watch this video right quick. Then I'll keep on rocking and rolling with the super chats.
11: The benefits of driving an electric vehicle are pretty well known. No more trips to the gas station. But consider what could happen if there's a problem with the major component in that vehicle. That's what happened to the driver in our
7: story tonight. I felt like I got kicked in the privates. Simrat
11: Such is still feeling the pain over what recently happened with his electric vehicle.
7: I was an electric fan and I want to get another electric vehicle but from Hyundai this has really put a bad taste in my mouth towards them.
11: Hyundai's 2017 Ionic was launched in New York with great fanfare in 2016. The Ionic Electric. A hybrid version and a fully electric model bought by Such. He was the second owner, but the car still had lots of warranty left on the electrical system and battery at the time. And since Such had previously owned a different electric vehicle, he was a believer. didn't have any issues
7: with my first vehicle, so... it would be the right avenue to try a second vehicle.
11: He had no issues with the car until this happened. I had
7: an EV light come on. I had taken it to the shop. They couldn't find anything wrong.
11: But there was indeed a problem.
7: Two weeks after that, the vehicle stopped charging. The
11: dealership in Hamilton said he needed the battery replaced. The quote stunned him.
7: I was provided a quote at $50,000.
11: Between the battery installation and taxes, it totaled just over $50,000. $50,000
0: $50,000 for a battery. Now, remember, he has a Hyundai Ionic and the car had about 173,000 miles on it. He bought it recently, but it was 2017. When he bought it, it had like 65,000, 70,000 miles on it. The warranty ended at 160 kilometers because you're in Canada. So, right after the warranty ended, here comes the problems. And they say, oh, well, you we need a new battery. $50,000. Now, a Hyundai Ionic is like a regular basic Normie sedan. It ain't, It's not too much special. I mean, look at it. You, you, you're dealing with a regular Normie car. It's, this is not something to write home about. We ain't dealing with no big uh, Ford Lightning or something crazy like that. A regular Normie sedan. You go into the mall to pick up groceries type stuff, right? You, you, you go into your regular everyday spots. You see the interior year, it's ain't that and this is kind of like no no frills. It's like really regular. Toyota Corolla at best. Honda Civic at best. Hyundai Elantra at best. Ford Focus at best. Okay? 50,000 now. To be fair, Hyundai came and said, "You know what? Oh, we made a mistake and we're going to fix it. Here's a here's a thing right here." Okay? We extend our sincere apologies to Mr. Suits for uh, these lapses to resolve situation by paying fair market value for his vehicle, either in cash or to a new Hyundai as part of our commitment to our customers. Now this wouldn't have happened if the news didn't get involved and make it be a big PR nightmare. If not for that, it wouldn't have happened. Now imagine how many guys and girls are here with these electric vehicles that have batteries need to get replaced. And then when they, Reach out to the dealer, whether it be Hyundai, for Tesla, whoever. Uh, hey, man, nothing we can do about it. Now, the price for the battery is kind of high, but you're still going to pay bare minimum five bands, 10,000. I've seen $10,000, $20,000 for a battery. $20,000 for a battery. Now, I've never in my life heard about a vehicle repair that costs that much. How much does... An engine rebuild cost on the F-150, is it that much? Is it $20,000? I'm not sure, but I know getting a brand new transmission, what, uh, $4,000, $5,000 at best? A battery, $20,000, $50,000, and then how about this? All the individual electric components in the vehicle, all that is going to be just too much going on. A lot of moving parts, and then if you get if the battery gets exposed to water, man, psh, it's too much going on. As I said, um, as I said, we're not there yet. We're not prepared to move forward with green energy, with electric vehicles. If you want to get electric vehicle, then go ahead. It's no, you know, I have no. If it's available to you, you're able to buy it, then go for it. Knock yourself out. You're an American. But to say that you got to have it and to require it, to mandate it, we're not ready at all. Not in the least bit. Now, I see a comment about the UNLV shooting. I spoke on it earlier in the stream. Um, all that I know so far is that you have three deceased and one critically injured, but well, we did cover it earlier in the stream. So thank you for the comment. I appreciate you. Has somebody said the Kia boys passed. Yeah, the Kia boys only not want that, huh? Kia boys are like, no, nah, we, we're good. We're good to go. No, no thank you. We're, we're straight. All right, let's keep on going here. Uh, shout out to you guys for Super Chatting. Thank you to Lothair who says some of these drivers need to adopt paintball guns. Also, Michael Critchlow says Trump has his own skit on Method Man second album. Wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah, Trump was beloved by the, the black community until, again, 2016. Papa Naya Shelley says UNLV is dumb for the gun-free nonsense. Most people I know in Vegas got a CCW they should allow students to carry too. prayers out. Absolutely. Allow students to carry because the problem is people say that, Oh, well, if students, if they have guns, you're going to have violence. Look, the violence comes from criminals. Now you may have a gun on you. That does not make you a criminal. Criminals don't follow laws. So it doesn't matter what you do as far as, Oh, it's a gun free zone. You can't conceal carry. Obviously that doesn't really matter to a criminal. So, if I'm a law abiding citizen, I should defend myself in that situation with my weapon. You know, I'll feel most certainly, I, I would feel safe on campus where you can have actual concealed carry for sure. That's what I, that's how I feel. And shout out to you guys on the Facebook. Shout out to CH uh, Lee. They were hiding messages, but I unhit them for you. Shout out to Christine. Shout out to, All you guys over there, I appreciate you, James, Claudia. Thank you guys for joining. Shout out to Matt, Kenneth. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Really appreciate you guys. If you're on YouTube, Facebook, wherever you are, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. And shout out to Rebel Without a Reason who says, Disgrace former mayor of Nashville, Megan Barry, is running for Congress. If you recall, she was removed after a tryst with a security detail in local cemetery. Wow. See, I didn't know the cemetery part. I knew she had the twist with the secretary. I mean, with the, the security detail, I thought it was like behind the building where they worked. I didn't know it was in the cemetery. That's crazy. I mean, it's pretty gross. Hopefully she doesn't win. <laughs> Hopefully not. But hey, that, that lady I showed that had the OnlyFans in Virginia, almost, oh, pardon me. It wasn't OnlyFans. It was a different website. It's actually... The the website she was on was not OnlyFans, but it was actually worse. I can't even say what it was called because it's kind of gross in the name, but it was a site like OnlyFans. She almost won. She came that close to succeeding her election in Virginia in the statehouse. Thank you to Monique Price who says ABL always triggering. Soft people on the Twitters, they always get triggered on the Twitters. A lot of soft people over on there. Thank the Law Lawfare. Says D I N K. Stop it! Stop it! Just say that you're a couple who doesn't want kids. Just leave us that. This is cringe. It, it very much so cringe. Thank you to Bob K MIT. You say did you see this? Six people killed and three injured in a series of attacks across two Texas communities. I did not see that. Now I don't know exactly what's going on with that. I'm have to look into it. Um and and see kind of what's going on. Let me see if I can. Uh, Okay, so not, there we go. Six killed, three injured. Texas, let me see if I see anything. Oh, yeah, I, I did see that yesterday, but I didn't really. Yeah, so it was a wave of violence in Austin and San Antonio. Now, a suspected killer previously accused of family violence had an active warrant for removing an ankle monitor. Yeah, so you're talking about a criminal. Again, this is what I'm talking about. Criminals don't follow laws. This guy had an ankle monitor on, removed it, um, and found access to a weapon, and then went on the rampage. That's what criminals do. And if you're, what in the world, am I tripping? <laughs> I think uh, Facebook sent me a message, scaring me out my pants. It's like, what in the world's happening here? But I think what's going on with um, these criminals. They do whatever they want to do, and if you are law abiding, then that same um, thing is not given to you. Okay, that's what that was. Thank you to Christine. You sent me a, um, uh, some stars, and it gave me a, a, a ding in my ear. Scared me to death. I was like, "Am I am I going to to, to glory or what?" And <laughs> what was happening? But okay. Let's get to the calls right quick. The number to call is 434 658 1220 Again, 434-658-1220. Yeah, I gotta get accustomed to the Facebooks sending me all kind of um, stuff. Yeah, I you know, I'm, I'm ready for that. I ain't like that too much. It's like, wait a minute now, what's what's this noise in my ear? Okay, it's something brand new. Yeah, out of my pants. I was like, what in the world's going on? I'm about to go straight through the roof. It's like ding ding ding, what am I hearing right now? Anyway, let's keep on rocking and rolling. All right, who am I speaking to? 951, you're on the line. ABL, all righty, man. What's going on?
4: That's my girl, Christine, on Facebook. Oh, uh, okay, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey,
4: she loves you.
0: <laughs> well, shout hey. out to y'all. I appreciate no. y'all.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so shout out to Christine. She's going through surgery right now. She had a broken leg. Right? hmm And she's she's going through some stuff. Um, I wanna to talk to you about rock and roll music. Okay. Okay. I I know I know what you like. You you you're into the grunge, Seattle sound, nineteen nineties.
0: That's, that's about right I,
4: I, I will say that yeah yeah i i want i want to introduce you to somebody called the defiant okay uh, and these guys were uh, 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 it was it, it was uh mighty mighty boss Tones singer uh and the the drummer from the uh, offsprings okay and these guys these guys are awesome and it it's dad punk <laughs> it's and i want to introduce you to uh, you and all the uh, all the rest of the the people in the audience to this dad punk the defiant
0: okay the defiant do they have a song that's like one of their their best songs i can just get into and get oh, into the
4: music the best song honey Best. Uh, is it over okay is I'll, it over I'll definitely check it out. You got to check it out, man. Uh, hey, hey, long time listener, fourth time caller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, we love you, man. Thank you. Have for a the, good night.
0: Thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you.
4: All right. All right. Bye.
0: All right. Shout out to the caller. All right. So that was his girl over on the Facebooks sending me the stars. Christine, thank you for that. Hopefully you get well soon get past your 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 procedure. Now I'm gonna play some of this right here. A few seconds so I don't get a strike or nothing like that. I don't know, man. I'm kinda it's it's kinda iffy right now. I'm getting I'm getting folk music. I'm getting uh, um this is like what they play when you about to go eat some barbecue in the cornfield.
1: You don't know if we'll be a
0: I, I need some more. I need some more grunge. I need something I can just lift weights to. I want to be able to rack up two hundred twenty-five pounds forty-five times. You know what I'm saying? That's my kind of wave. But it's not. It's not bad music. You know All righty. So that's them. That's the defiant. Is it over? So shout out to them. Let's keep on rocking here. All right, Victor. What's going on? Hey, thanks for
8: taking my call. No problem. Have you heard of an electric monster truck?
0: A muscle truck that's electric?
8: No, electric, yeah, electric monster
0: truck. Monster truck? No, I haven't.
8: Yeah, it's, they made an electric monster truck back in 2011. Not only just any monster truck, but Bigfoot, the first monster truck.
0: Oh, wow, I had no idea.
8: Yeah, it is not a monster truck. Monster trucks are known for a big engine and the big warring sound yeah, is too quiet
0: <laughs> yeah because I, I can imagine it's like you get you got this toy car sound or even worse even worse would be the fake sound from a monster truck that'd be crazy with speakers yeah. i'm not trying to hear that i want to hear the real raw gutter sound from a big monster truck yeah yeah it's it's
8: it, it kind of it kind of broke my heart when i <laughs> when i saw it i'm like nah this, This doesn't feel like a monster truck at all. Yeah, (laughs) no. Sorry, have you heard of, heard what Ibram X. Kennedy said recently?
0: I I saw um, the video, but I've not seen it. I've not watched it yet, but I did see it. I'm I'm gonna watch it and do a video.
8: Yeah, well, for people who don't know, I think he's doing, I think this is part of a documentary that he's doing. He said, "Let me let me pull it up." Uh, he said, "Whiteness prevents white people connecting with humanity."
0: It's it's it's, it's silly because the thing about Eber makes Kendi, aka Henry Rogers, this is his real name, Henry Rogers. He is funded by white people. I don't understand. So it's like, who are we talking about? The people that give you your paycheck and fund your lifestyle and pay for your house where you live with your kids and your wife or whatever. Like what are we saying? It's just it's so weird.
8: You know what this is what Vivek Ramaswamy said. This is the new Ku Klux plan. This is what they this is what the racist white people back in back in the day said about said about black said about black people. Now this is re- reversed. The, the the issue with Abram and all the other people especially that black guy that attacked that ki- that kid that Kansas City Chief that they see they see whiteness as an intrinsic evil. They, be- they truly believe that white people were naturally born evil. You can't talk to those people. you can't talk to pe- people like that when they're already viewing those people, a certain group of people as evil. Just like how the Ku Klux Klan view black people as some type of intrinsically inferior, inferior race. Yeah, yeah. the The last thing I want to talk about is the Chicago mayor. How he was blaming racism for uh, for for what's for the, all the bad comments
2: <laughs> that he's
8: that he's getting. About how he's running from Chicago. This is the issue that me, I have to, I have to fight, fight, fight over, because in my position, I'm the only black male basic science professor, where in most, in most students, probably haven't had a male teacher in, throughout grade school and throughout college. Yeah. At times I could at times I feel like maybe they're being racist to to based off some based off the wording in in my evaluation if I if I dwell on that how am I going to recognize my mistakes and how I can improve myself you're using that you using you're using the racism as a, as a scapegoat when you don't even know the people and you don't even know if they are truly truly racist. If you keep worrying about how these people are being racist towards you, you're going to be blinded by the by the actual things that is that is preventing you from doing your work work well. Work on yourself first before you even go and attack attack other people to blame them blaming racism when you don't even truly know them.
0: Exactly. You know, like at a certain point, you might have, like you said, some things to work on. You may need to actually do that. And it's not even about racism. It's about, hey, just tighten yourself up, like work on that. And then maybe you have a better uh, evaluation. Just maybe.
8: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that no people are not racist. I'm not saying racism doesn't exist. But work on you first before you start blaming other people
0: thanks exactly. for taking my call thank you for the call man appreciate you
8: alright
0: bye alright great call from my man Victor shout out to you guys for being here most certainly appreciate you if you like what you're hearing so far please give the video a thumbs up like the video share the video do all that good so that helped me out tremendously alright I'm going to show you some of this electric um, big shot right quick let me see if they have enough um, if, they, if they're going to show me how it sounds am i hearing right now that's impressive as far as rolling over the vehicles but that sound it's like like a wind-up car nah we're not doing that man we're not we're not we're not doing that at all no no sir let's keep on rocking here all right, let's let's go to eight five nine. You don't know who am speaker speaking to. Yo, ABL, how's it going, man? I'm joining the show. What's up with you today, man? Everything's good, man. What's going on? Oh,
9: fantastic! Yeah, yeah I, I I was wondering because I think I stupid chatted you a couple weeks ago about your other uh, YouTube channel that uh, you do movie reviews, and I thought that'd be a good idea if you guys you know did movie reviews for your new Uncle Ch- uh, uh, Uncle uh, ABL channel. You know, yeah. Have definitely. you seen the uh, new movie recently?
0: I've not seen anything recently that I can remember. I, I actually I watched I watched Little Mermaid on the plane cuz I wanted to see what everybody was mad about and it was it was actually not a bad movie for what it was. I mean, if you're like if you're like 5 years old, you'll love it.
9: Oh yeah, it's worse Garn the kids and stuff like that. I think uh Bloody Thanksgiving, that new horror film. I think you should check that out out. And also was it the the new Napoleon movie. That one has to be very interesting. I think that would be a good review on your channel at least, you know?
0: Yeah, I've heard mixed reviews on that. I heard it was like a documentary type thing, Um, but I'll check it out for sure to see what everybody's talking about.
9: The walking Phoenix, man, he was, he was excellent on the Joker movie, you know, he was really great on that one. And I also, I think, you know, you know, doing like Amazon reviews, especially when the holidays are coming up, you know, you can probably review a few stuff from Amazon. They're like, you know, you might try out for your new channel. I mean, it's just, it's suggestions, it's whatever. <laughs> right, no doubt. Hey, fa- hey, fantastic! I'm enjoying the show, man. I'll talk to you later, man.
0: Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you.
9: Hey, no problem, man. Much love. Bye.
0: All right, shout out to the caller, and shout out to you guys as well. Let's keep on rocking here. Two zero eight, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Uh,
14: ABL. Hey, this is uh, Tom. Great show. As always, my brother, uh, covered a lot of stuff tonight, but I do need to thank you for causing me to spit the water out of my mouth <laughs> when you made that Lassie the Rat joke.
2: <laughs> 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 I have
14: seen some rats that size. <laughs> I never heard them referred to as Lassie, so that was good. That was good. <laughs> that, was good. <laughs> that was funny. Um, I'm from the same neck of the woods you are, so I'm 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 sure we can relate to a lot of different things. Um, The dink, uh, thank you for the education because until you brought this up tonight, I've never heard of a dink. Um, That's very interesting. If people choose to live their life like that, that's entirely up to them. But um, I thought those two people in the video were just a little over the top, you know.
0: For sure. Absolutely. Way way over the top. But, you know, I had just seen this whole dink thing the other day. I was totally confused. And then I had to look into it and like, oh, OK. That's, and apparently it's been going around for quite a while, some years. I had never seen it before in my life. So I just wanted to be aware of what was going on.
14: <laughs> I've never even heard of that, but I did. <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh when you were talking about don't refer to me as an oink, I mean, that was, uh, yeah. I mean, me either. Don't refer to me as an oink, uh, and just to touch base on something else. You know, you said you feel like you're old, you know, I do too, but I look at it like this. My dad told me, he said, you know, when you get my age, he said, you're not old. He said, you're seasoned, you know,
1: Yeah.
14: We're, we got different seasoning on us. Uh, we've seen more than a lot of people. We forgot more than a lot of people know, um, and I think that's what gives us wisdom, my friend. Um, this mess that's going on in this country and in this world, uh, like you were talking about TikTok. Uh, you know, the United States has had every opportunity in the world to ban TikTok, um, but they they just they refuse to, you know? And we know why. We know exactly why. The money changes hands. Definitely. Uh, to the detriment of our children. And... Ultimately, the the children without children, we had no country, nobody, no earth has a future without the children. Um And it all comes down to, you know, honestly. ABL, it's it's good versus evil. Uh You said enough on your on your show to lead me to believe that you're a Christian man, a God fearing man. As am I, you know, Um I pray to my God and I'm probably the sorriest Christian on the face of the planet, but Mm -hmm. I do pray daily. Uh, But it's a tough world we live in as far as good versus evil. Um, And then you look at, you know, you were talking about Ukraine and all the money and I hope you're right. I really hope you're right that uh, people are losing getting lackluster with uh, Zelensky and our money that they're, removing from our wallets and sending over there to do these wars that that's not our business. That's my opinion. Um, but it, you know, it, it, it shows on the amount of food that's put on, uh, average Americans tables because, you know, I went to the store the other day to get some chicken breasts for a new recipe. I wanted to try $26 and 48 cents for two chicken breasts skinless, boneless chicken breasts, $26. Wow.
0: $26. Crazy. $26 and 48
14: cents before tax.
0: Oh my goodness.
14: I've never, I said, you know, in order for, for an American, for a human being to eat healthy in this country and support all these wars, we got, we got going abroad. Uh, you were making a comparison between North Korea and South Korea and uh the the way you eat and your lifestyle to eat healthy in this country there 's not a whole lot of American households that can do that and you i heard you make reference going to the gym. You know what it takes to have a healthy diet uh it 's not cheap to begin with, but nowadays you you' better have some coin in your pocket if you 're going to stick to a to a good diet
0: yeah you know and, it, it, it's it 's definitely you got to think about it.
14: Well, you do. I mean, it's either do I do chili or do I do uh, salmon? You know, am I having chili dogs or am I having a fresh cut of salmon? You know, uh, and it both should be an option. I mean, it really should. We're the greatest country on the planet, but we're paying for so many people's mistakes and bull crap that the American taxpayer is one foot in the bill for this, you know, and then we got. Uh, Mr Magoo in the White House that has to be led on and off stage and i mean we're not respected anywhere in the world anywhere i don't know one country that respects us and then the israeli conflict you were talking about oh we need to we need you need to calm down you know if if you were a shepherd and you had a flock of sheep and the wolves came in and slaughtered your your sheep would, would it not be your duty to protect your sheep and go find the wolves and do what needs to be done to make sure that that doesn't happen again?
12: Absolutely. I mean, that's
14: just life. And now they're, uh, you need to stop. You need to stop. No, I wouldn't stop until I was sure that the threat was eliminated. Absolutely. I mean, the torture that they did to those children and where's the UN on this, you know, if it was Israel, uh, responding to just a normal old rocket attack and happened to kill a a civilian. Oh, Israel be charged with war crimes. They burnt those children, uh, to death and, and videoed it and put it on their website, but the UN has nothing to say about war crimes. It's sick. We're in a sick world. My brother,
0: right on. Absolutely.
14: Well, I appreciate you taking the call. I've been in enough. (laughs) Keep up (laughs) the good work and uh, keep your eye out for
0: Lassie. Right on, man. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you.
14: You got it. Bye-bye. All
0: right. Shout out to the caller. Great call. Shout out to you guys for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. That will help me out tremendously. All right. All right, Tariq, what's going on?
1: Hey, hey yo, what's going on, man? I, You know, I didn't get a chance to call on what's going on in the Chicago legal immigration situation with uh, Mayor Brandon Johnson blaming um, right-wing extremism for the legal immigration problem going on in Chicago. And, you know, this is a common thing that Democrats do when they take their base for being extremely stupid is that they repeat these talking points like right-wing extremism to kind of scare their base to voting for them. What what, what Black people got to understand in Chicago is why they're having this illegal immigration problem. Is first of all, their state is a sanctuary city and a welcoming city. So pretty much what they're saying is, if you're an illegal immigrant, you can come over here. We're going to welcome you. We're going to take care of you. ICE can't deport you. So in that, in that vein, why wouldn't that incentivize illegal immigrants to want to come to Chicago? How in the world can you blame the Texas governor for racism when your state is telling illegals to come over? And then now that they have an influx, they don't even discuss anything to stop the influx. What is interesting is instead they're over here building camps. Paying rent, feeding these people, and you're seeing the homeless people, especially in the African American community, the homeless people being straight up ignored. Black, you know, a lot of black folks who could probably do, do use that housing for the legal immigrants getting ignored. And this is the problem. And, you know, as, as much as I'm kind of commending black folks for fighting back in Chicago, that they are at fault for that. You know, because you sit there and you vote. It's like you don't even know what you're voting for. You just go vote blue. You don't, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't listen to no policies. They don't listen to no speeches. They don't know what's going on. They get riled up by the Democrat talk, uh, you know, or or the we going to take care of you and, and get rid of white supremacy nonsense. And then, and then when things like this happen... It's like their jaw hits the floor. It's like they don't know what's going on. They don't know what they vote for. But, you know, unfortunately, you know, I, I hate to say it, but sometimes our people have to learn the hard way. And, you know, I do commend Mayor Gre- I mean, excuse me, Governor Greg Abbott for dropping illegals off in places that are blue and unfortunately black communities because our race out of all the races in this country continues to vote 90 percent Democrat. And, 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 and then we complain. What's the interesting thing is after we vote for them, we start complaining about the policies that they're administering. Now I'm seeing, um, I think what the Democrats are doing, because Chicago is having this immigration policy and, Bre- and Mayor Brandon Johnson is straight up disrespecting the Chicago residents, that the Democrats are going to ha- hold a DNC convention in Chicago And I honestly think that is a way to kind of whip people back in shape, whip them back in line, you know, give them a little fear monger about Donald Trump and the Republicans and the fascists. So that these grievances that these people had about being ignored, about the illegals taking over and, you know, about the illegals possibly destroying the black vote, because if that happens, that will be black folks fault straight up for their voting habits. To put black folks right back to sleep, man. And you know, I'm curious to see how black folks will respond when the DNC comes there. They should be yelling at them the same way they yell at Brandon Johnson and saying You're not gonna come in here with this nonsense about um, you know, people of color and right right wing extremism when we're seeing you straight up use our resources, close down our parks. And rebuild, you know, uh, immigration sites for illegal immigrants, and you know the same thing is happening to New York, man. So I am, um, like I said, I am very glad that um, uh, Governor Greg Greg Abbott is doing this, man. And then the one thing I just want to speak, I'm to get off, man. is just the Israel Palestine situation, man. There's so much history going on there. It's 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 not a black and white thing. I, I it's it's more complex. And to me, in my opinion, I truly do believe that Americans should really we really need to stay out these foreign affairs. Um, I think if America did not take a side and just st- stay out of it, I think Palestine, and Israel will be subject to whatever U.N. resolutions or U.N. laws. And I am gonna be honest with you, when it comes to the state of Israel, we don't have no treaties with them. We like th- there's no treaty, so I'm gonna give you an example. When the war in Iraq took place or Afghanistan, Israel is not obligated to fight with us. Um, We had, you know, Europe was fighting with us. We 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 had our allies uh, in NATO fighting with us, but Israel's not entitled to do that. So it's just like, why are we giving them these billions of dollars? You know, I agree with Vivek. We don't gave them so much money. Of American taxpayer money, they have enough to defend themselves. What? Why, why do we need to get involved in this? It, it just, it just drags us in a conflict that is never ending, and no U.S. politician can sincerely talk about the conflict without with either being called a terrorist supporter or an anti-Semite. So the best thing for us to do is is to mind our own business, put America first. And let, and let the U.N., Hamlet, and we need to use those billions going to Israel and other foreign countries, not just Israel, Ukraine, and work and fix America. We have too many problems to be warned about other people fighting overseas. And that's all I got to say, man.
0: Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All
1: right. Take care.
0: Great call from Tariq. Fantastic call. Now I couldn't say that no better myself. And shout out to you guys for being here. Let's keep on rocking and rolling. Let's go to, oh, I had one that I missed. I'll get back to you once you call back in. Shout out to uh Super Chat I got right here from Angel Rivera. He says, Say hey, ABL, do you think China beats USA inevitable in an inevit- in, in inevitable war? It seems to me that you inferred that when it comes to Taiwan, I believe that China has to steal so much from the USA by way of technology that it is an admission to America's superiority. Well, if we get into a war with China, it's not even about winning. It's about Both sides losing because what'll happen is you have nukes involved. That'd be what they call mutually assured destruction where both sides lose. If they launch if they launch nukes and we launch nukes, nobody wins. So that's what I'm saying, as far as that's concerned. Two one five, you don't know Who much we speaking to?
3: Hey ABL, how's it going?
0: Everything's good, man. What's going on?
3: Um everything's going good. So basically I heard Tariq on the phone and man, I he has a YouTube channel because I gotta follow him. He's one of the people I like to follow I would love to follow. Oh, definitely for sure. Yes. But but um another thing I wanted to say, let me tell you something. So I've been seeing a lot of people complain about the inflation, everything going on, and it does it does affect us, but one thing if you really think about it, it's kind of like COVID. It only severely affects people, like COVID severely affected people who, who were kind of unhealthy and out of shape, and besides elderly people and who were unhealthy, out of shape, didn't take care of themselves that well. If they didn't, if they, you know, didn't have comorbidities like high blood pressure or anything like that, this inflation is kind of like that. You know, people, people who own a house, have kids, and Kids are, you know, kids, they have little kids and they live in a nice neighborhood, got a couple cars and they refuse to take the bus because they rather, they're rather they too prideful to take the bus and bougie and then they're complaining about, Jesus, I hate having a car, I hate this, I hate that. This is really empty in my pockets. And I listened to this one YouTuber, he said it's pretty much about lifestyle.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that are pretty much... There, there's a lot into it as far as lifestyle is concerned.
3: Yeah, but I understand most people want to own a house. If they have kids, that makes sense. I can understand that part. But now I'm not knocking anybody for wanting wanting to own a, own a house. If that's what you want to do, I support that. But a lot of people be trying to, like, push it on me. to I need to get a house. I need to own a house. And I tell them, listen, <clears throat> I'm not doing it. I don't want to, I don't have any kids, I don't there's no need for me to get a house. I'm fine with what I have. And I had one lady say, Well, if you're still renting your landlord, he they can throw you out any any time throw you out any time they want to. I said, Well, no, they would have to have a legit reason to throw me out. They can't just throw you out. Yeah, they can't they can't yeah, yeah like leaves.
0: if you if you're a tenant in the place, they can't they can't just throw you out. They can't just say, Okay, you're paying your rent and everything's good get out tomorrow and they might be able to sell the house, but they got to give you enough notice. You're able to move and things of this nature. But the thing about buying the house is that it's not for everybody. And I wouldn't recommend it all the time. Like right now with the way that the housing market is, I wouldn't really recommend it. And also do you have enough money because it's expensive? Like people say, Oh, you're just throwing your money away. Well, you got to have money to buy a house. Like, okay, put it to you this way. My house I bought for below 400,000 and Mm -hmm. I did not put it. I did not put the full 20% down, which is a traditional amount. Um, Mm -hmm. I put 3.5% down and that's still about $15,000 in cash and cash. You got to have that in your pocket to spend. So if you don't have that kind of money to just spend and not miss it, then you're not ready for a house because you still got to furnish it. You still got to pay for your mortgage. You still got to pay for, other things that are related to it and,
3: and then you got maintenance on top of that yeah. and then guess what the, the maintenance part you got to find something needs to get fixed and if you don't know how to do it you got to find someone else that knows how to do it or at least look up a ton of videos on on youtube on how to fix something and some things might not you might not be able to look just simply look something up
0: yeah so it's not for everybody i think at a certain point once you get some money and you're ready then go ahead, but it. I wouldn't recommend everybody do it because it's not free. There's foreclosures happening all over the place because people went into it and they were not prepared for it.
3: Yeah, and one thing I found out, is this true, ABI? Somebody told me, a guy who used to own a house, he said, yeah, he he rather, he sold his house. He said he he's done owning a house because he said owning a house is just... He said because his, he was going to pass the door... He said it's just a lot, the maintenance, the money, the upkeep, he just they don't want to do it anymore. They don't even have that many kids. And they said they got so many rooms that they don't even use. So it was like and then another thing, AB, I wanted to ask you, so say if you pay off your mortgage, is it somebody told me, is it true if you stop paying your property taxes, they can still the bank can still foreclose your house?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. You gotta pay taxes. You can't that's one thing that's, you you definitely you got to pay taxes before anything else. Like that's, that's guaranteed. Yeah. So if you, if you're done with your mortgage and you're not paying your taxes, you can still lose your home. Yes, absolutely. Wow. So yeah.
3: So yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, it's like you said, it's not for everybody. People keep trying to force, trying to tell me the incentive. I was like, there's really no incentive. Cause if you really think about it in a way, if you stop paying for a place to stay, you can get thrown out regardless, regardless of your renting or owning.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, there's, it's, it's, pros and cons. you know, the thing about if you, if you're able to have money, you got a lot of money, you can use your house as a bank in a sense where you can pay over a certain amount of time. Like there's pros and cons, but again, it's not for everybody. If you got money, a lot of money and you don't know where to spend it and you're renting and you don't anticipate moving anytime soon, or you might have a good area. It might be, it might be good to buy a house. But if you live yeah. in like in a random place, you won't live there forever. And I wouldn't, because these mortgages are being, are 30 years. They're trying to go more than that, 40 years. So it's, it's, it's not always the best decision to make for sure. Yeah. And one more thing I want to take up most of your time, but me and my
3: girlfriend, we both rent rooms and we were lucky enough to find rooms in like nice areas, like quiet areas. Like where there's just no drama going on at all. And it's, she lives in the suburbs. I live in the city of Philadelphia, but I live in a quiet area. And. I'm gonna just make it square. I pay five fifty a month, all utilities included. My, my internet is included in the rent, so I get free Verizon internet. And I live in a quiet area. And the job I work at, I make like what at least between twelve hundred and thousand dollars every two weeks. So I can afford it, and I don't even have a car. I I I I'm proud to take the
0: bus. So I love the way I'm living right now. I'm never giving this up. Perfect. I mean, I mean, like it, it makes sense for you In your stage of life. You're not spending a bunch of money. You're making the right. You're making the right decision for sure.
3: Exactly. And I ain't got no kids, so it's like it's just no no incentive for me to give this up ever.
0: I, I'm with you now. When when family come along and all that kind of stuff, that's a different story. But right now, your stage of life, you're doing the right thing.
3: Oh uh, well, when the family comes along, there's there's a big living room downstairs, so there's enough space for everybody. Okay. Yep that's how big this house is right on man what yeah, yeah, it's, a, yeah it's a three-story house so it, it's space for everybody like just to visit and all that stuff right all right well thanks for taking my call i want to take up more of your time
0: thank you for the call man i appreciate you all right have a good one same to you all right Shout out to my man for the call great call but yeah, I definitely would say once family time come along you start to have two and three kids and y'all married and whatnot, you, you don't want your own space for sure. But by that time you'll be, you know, later in life, you have more success, but you got to start somewhere and build up, start somewhere and build up and do things that make sense for you and your situation. You could look at what other people say and advice and suggestions, but ultimately you got to do what's right for you rather than what others think is right for you, because ultimately they're not paying your mortgage they're not paying your taxes. They're not. Uh, going out there working every day to make the money to pay for what they think that you should have they'll suggest things and then they say oh, you got to pay for it rather than them paying for it all right skype caller who am i speaking to hello are you there boss hey oh,
13: abyo stanny how you doing mate
0: everything's right man how about yourself
13: yeah things have been good man thanks uh take my call appreciate it mate no problem yeah, so I just want to quickly chat about that Klitschko. Um, what's it Vladimir or, or he's the older brother, right? Are uh, you talking about uh, Vitaly? Oh, Vitaly, that's it. Yeah, that's Vitaly. Um, so he's been, uh, what's he the mayor of Kiev? Then he's been the mayor for quite a while now, isn't he? Uh, yeah, two thousand and fourteen. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, it's it's good that he's you know, uh, you know, his comments about Zelensky. It's good that he's coming out and and sharing his thoughts and that and. Uh, But don't you kind of think that it's sort of a bit little too late, if you know what I mean? Like, I feel like the damage has sort of been done. It's already been done in Ukraine now. And I mean, it's great that he's coming out now and he's obviously uh, pretty much saying how it is. But it's kind of like, where were you when when it was needed in the beginning, if you know what I mean? I mean, I don't know if I'm wrong on that, but what do you think about that? Well, I think he's been
0: talking about what's happening in... Ukraine for a while, for quite a long time. But I think there were some recent comments that came out to the media that were focused on, but um, he's still the mayor and you still got the war going on. So it's like, the problem still persists and you can still keep talking about it. But ultimately I think um, there might not really be a lot that can be done at this point. I think it's pretty much a wrap for Ukraine. It should go ahead and just surrender because this war is not going to ever end all they're going to do is just keep on losing their people for no reason other than to satisfy Western interests of trying to wear it down the Russian Federation.
13: Yeah, Nolly, I totally agree. That's why I kind of, I'm starting to think now that, you know, again, the longer this does sort of carry on, I think it's the more proof that it, this has to be just some one massive money laundering scheme or something, because I, f- I think Russia have taken the land in Ukraine that they needed, that they, that they wanted in the beginning. And, uh, and all this stuff with Zelensky about, uh, what was it, you know, if you don't send us cash, give us credit. And it's like, what are you going on <laughs> about? What are you talking about credit for? Yeah, that was crazy. It's like, really, credit? I don't, I don't know about that, man. I mean, I, I, t- I can't I can't do too much for you. He sounds like a, just a cracker on the street begging you for money so he can get his next fix. That's what he looks like to me. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, I mean, it's just, again, all these billions and trillions of just... I think we, we all know that, again, Ukraine are never going to come out on the, you know, at the, at the good end of this, the, of this war. And and that money's going somewhere. And, and again, I think we all know where that money's going. I don't know if it's going back. Is, I don't know if it's going back to the U.S. government and they're doing some sort of laundering with it. And uh, I don't know, man, that's it's, it's, it's definitely something dodgy going on there, man. hundred percent. Oh, absolutely. I know, and I doubt about it. And it's this whole thing with, um you know, again, it's all this thing with people coming up years later and um, it kind of reminds me of this whole Trump thing as well that he was talking about earlier with with this whole hatred for Trump. And, you know, it's like before 2000, and, was it 16 he got in, right?
0: Yeah, 16.
13: Yeah, it's like the majority of people didn't really have an opinion on Trump before that. Everyone just knew him as a businessman. You know, you either sort of liked him or you didn't really have an opinion on him. You know, no one really... I didn't really know about any hatred on Trump or people accusing him of all these things. But then in 2016, the mainstream media told people to hate him and the majority, well, a lot of people just are just sheep, aren't they? They just get told what to do. And all of a sudden they just start saying it and repeating it like, like puppets. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then you're getting people now years later, like that was that set that guy, Michael Rappenport or celebrities like him coming out now and, then they're not admitting that they were wrong. They're kind of still saying, "Oh yeah, I still hate Trump and I still think he's this and that." But oh, I might vote for him though. And it's like, what are you going on about? Just admit you were wrong. Admit that you were duped by the mainstream media. Move on.
0: Exactly. Just, just, just admit it. Just say what happened for real.
13: Like it's this. These people's ego is so huge. It's like there's nothing wrong. We're all human beings. We all get things wrong. Like. Just admit that you were lied to by mainstream media. They said a whole bunch of things. You believed it. You know, you believed the hype. Just admit that, you know what, like, after these three years that, from Biden, you're, you're seeing all these things now. So just, just admit that the mainstream media lied to you. They got things wrong. Biden and, and his whole administration, Democrats, are lying to you. They've been lying to you all this time. So just actually just say, you know what, I was wrong. I'm going to give Trump a go now. And then just, just, that's it. That's all it takes. It's not that hard. And that's what really bothers me about these people is they can't just, you know, just admit that they 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 would, they would got things wrong. It's just extremely frustrating, man. Absolutely. Yeah, but, um, yeah, sorry. I don't want to take up too much time here, Well, thanks again for taking my call, man. Great show, mate. Take care. Thank you.
0: Thanks for the call, man. Definitely appreciate it.
13: All right. Take care, mate. See you. Bye. Bye.
0: All right. Shout out to the caller. Great call. And shout out to you guys for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these interwebs. Let's keep on rocking and rolling. 773, you don't lie how I'm going to speak to. ABL, it's a retired Chicago police officer friend. Thanks for
12: taking my call. Some good calls tonight, ABL. I couldn't agree more with a lot of what was said. You know, I don't think people realize just how much money we're talking about that has gone to the Ukraine and overseas and everywhere else that money has been stolen. That's really what's happened. You know, even, even here in our country, the money, it's hard for big government to manage things like that. Things are mismanaged. What happens is the money's stolen by these people. And once you have that kind of money, you can also buy power and influence you know, and keep the money flowing. It's, you know, that's why we have a lot of corrupt politicians and, uh, you know, corrupt corporations and everything else and a corrupt, you know, media and news because the people that are able to afford to put the news out there, um, and you can name a few of them, you know, uh, they're able to, to have their point of view come across and no one else's. But the thing that has that social media and the internet, it makes possible is that it exposes what's going on. And that's what these people are afraid of. That's why they have to hammer it and hammer it in your head that, you know, no, this must be done. We have to do this. You know, just like that old adage, you know, um, The dominoes theory, you know, that if one country goes, uh, you know, communist, the next will. Not to say that that's completely untrue, but what happens is these people they steal the money, they divert the money. The money never goes to people that are, you know, that are starving in in other countries. It never goes to, you know, what we want it to do. It goes in the people's pockets and they enrich themselves. And then they use that money to buy power and influence to keep enriching themselves. And it's hard to fight against people like that. It's almost like the American mafia, you know, once you are, you know, use your power and influence to stay there, for instance, you know, a a big contract to, to build a new road in Chicago, millions of dollars, you know, they have these companies that get these insider bids to get these million-dollar contracts. And, you know, real companies, normal companies, never have a chance at it. And my last thing is about diplomacy. You know, I I know um, Henry Kissinger wrote a book on diplomacy. I have read it years ago. I know a lot of people don't like Henry Kissinger. But the thing about diplomacy is, It it makes sense to try to not completely make friends, but to use diplomacy instead of using money because money and all that is just going to be stolen. It's going to be used for, for the wrong things. People are bamboozled. The same thing in Chicago voting for, you know, these Democrats, people don't really know it's too complicated for them or the news media hasn't let them know what these, if these policies go through, what it's going to mean. And now it's here to slap them in the face. So anyway, that's my two cents ABL.
0: Thanks for taking my call. And I'll talk to you later. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Great call. And that will be a wrap for me. Shout out to you guys for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these interwebs. I'll be back live again on Saturday, same bat time, same bat place, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's right around right now, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And this is a podcast you're listening to right now. It'll be available on your favorite audio streaming platform, whether it be Google Play, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, etc. link for that will be in the description or just visit your favorite audio streaming platform and search ABL Live. I should pop right on up. So that'll be a wrap. Shout out to you guys for being here. Thank you guys for watching, retweeting, super chatting, whatever you're doing. I most certainly appreciate you. I could not do this show without you. So thank you again. I got a few super chats on deck if I'm not mistaken. Then I wrap it on up, put the bow clean on top. And let's see what we have here. Shout out to, where are we going to go? Thank you to Angel. I read that one already, but I'm reading read it again. He says, hey, ABL, do you think China beats USA? in an inevitable war. It seems to me that you infer that when it comes to Taiwan, I believe that if China has to steal so much from the USA by way of technology, that it is an admission to America's superiority. Well, America is superior when it comes to innovations, what we do. America innovates. Um, we're trying to dumb down the education system. So we're going to, we're going to kind of, we might, you know, slide, we might backslide in an innovation category, but we're better at innovation than everybody else in the world. And what China does is they steal our innovation and use it to bolster themselves. So they can, they can kind of just skip ahead of us in that. But um, the problem, like I said, is the nukes. And it's the problem with all these um, first world powers. This is why we don't want to attack Russia directly. It's because of the nukes. Because it's mutually assured destruction. That's the principle. If we attack them, to, like if we go hit Moscow, they're going to hit Washington, D.C., They're going to use nukes. We're going to use nukes and nobody wins. So we're trying to like fight around it using lower rate weapons. We're not trying to really go all the way with it. The last time we did something like that was Japan and we've not done it since. And with Japan, it was pretty devastating, but different story. I digress. So that's why we are not trying to really go all the way with China and Russia and Iran, although you got guys like Tim Scott talking about, hey, go into Iran, which would be ridiculous. Again, mutually assured destruction. Shout out to Lothair, who says, "Uh, have any Christmas plans? Perhaps, but I ain't going to get too much into that, personal. Shout out to Buffers vs. who says, hi again, remember, folks, Russia is making seven times the ammo the West is. They have natural resources the rest of the world wants. We're running low. Absolutely. Um, Shoot, what they have? They have... um, they have uh, a lot of oil, gas, natural. They got energy. That's that's a big thing that they have. And we're trying to put sanctions on them, and we, they're still getting that out there. And then somebody attacked the Nord Stream pipeline that goes from Russia to Germany to um, heat German homes in the winter. I wonder who did that. Maybe whoever did it has a, a, um, a name that starts with a U and ends with an S-A. Okay, just maybe. But anyway... Shout out to Lothar again who says, I cannot wait to see your Uncle ABL channel movie reviews and Amazon product reviews. You're awesome. Give a shout out, bro. Shout out to Bruce Rice for becoming an ABL superstar, a member of the squad. I appreciate you, boss. I think it's Lothar again who says, Taxation is theft. Our government steals money to give to other countries and they give it to illegal aliens right here in this country. 451 billion with a B and counting to illegal aliens in one calendar year. Oh, ABL. They don't have money for this. They don't have money for that. I can't tell. And you know what I'd rather do rather than spending money on this, that. And the third, how about reducing my tax burden? How about saving some money? How about not being $31 trillion in debt? How about that? How about being a nation that can pay its bills rather than being a debtor nation that does not produce anything that only spends, spends, spends and consumes, but I'm getting too deep and triggered. So I digress. Shout out to you guys again for being here. I really, really appreciate you. But that'll be a wrap for me. So until next time,
1: y'all be safe. I'm out and peace.